P-A-S-C-A-L. You are now rocking with that dude, Pascal. We be going wild. Haitian in the building. So, so, so original. Got the haters. Got your feelings. Get your hands up to the ceiling. And keep them held high. Cause St. Louis is ready. Forget about it. Goodbye. Hold up. We just saying hi. Find somebody. Rise up. Weekdays. Catch us live. Somebody. Let's go. Good morning, everybody. It's the Pascal Show. Yes. Today is snowy as hell. (laughs) (laughs) But guess what? Guess what? Today's hump day. Hump day. Yeah, yeah. Hump day. Hump day. Yeah. Hump day. Tis the day to hump. Hey. (laughs) Do the hump de hump. (laughs) Yeah, do the hump de hump. Yes. We're here to tickle your ribs. All right. Anyway, we literally are here to tickle your ribs, y'all. Don't get it twisted. Hope you guys are having a wonderful Wednesday, keeping it warm, because it is really cold out there, and it's really snowy. I feel like we should be playing Christmas music right now. Hmm. Right now is when we should be playing Christmas music, for crying out loud. But what's so sad is that today is Ash Wednesday, y'all, for all you Catholics out there. Happy Ash Wednesday? Do do you say that? Merry Ash Wednesday? How do y'all say it? That's what I'd like to know. How do y'all say it? Happy Happy Ash Wednesday. Have a Merry Ash Wednesday. <laughs> Merry Ash Wednesday. No? Yeah, I don't know. You don't need to say it mean. Come on now. Happy. You're saying like the ASS? That's what it sounds like. You're saying oh, mean. No. Oh, oh, come on. Oh, oh no. Look at him. His mind is in the gutter today. That's good. On this hmm. Ash Wednesday. On this yeah. ass. I don't know if there is a way. So like, how do you say it? You just ash. Say. Just emphasize the H at least. Ash. Just Wednesday, say, happy ass. Namaste. Wednesday, no, no, no. or not? Yeah, namaste. Nope. Mazel tov. No. Nope. They, yeah, apparently, yeah. You just say happy holidays. The they, they, they crucified him, so you can't say mazel tov. Just say thank you, Jesus. Hmm. See what I'm saying? Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. A uh, thank you, Jay. <laughs> Jehovah. Holy <laughs> Jehovah. Hova. No, no, not that that one. No, that you don't say. Oh, that's sacrilegious. You don't want to do that. You don't want to be about that life. You don't want to be about that life. No. You don't want to be about that life. Because it's Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday. Okay. Lucas in the booth. Happy now? You happy? Yeah. I'm I'm just trying to correct you. you No, I appreciate it. You don't put out the wrong message or anything. No, I appreciate (laughs) it. Well, you know, it it is kind of like. It's kind of metaphorical, what's going on outside. It's, it is. It's, it's Ash Wednesday. It's like right? ash is coming out the sky. And it's like white ash. Yeah. Hmm. That's so messed up. Now it's even worse. <laughs> That's not even work. Yeah. That is, oh, white ash just raining from the clouds. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no? Oh, yeah. that, is, that doesn't work either. I'm sorry. I'm trying here, guys. But, you know, somebody tell me, what do you what do you say on this day? Yeah. You know, May the 4th be with you. May, may the ash be with you. What's the proper protocol? For- he he has risen. Not yet. Not yet. But, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, he about to be risen? Like, what? He, he, he on the come up? About to be crucified. <laughs> he on the come up. Jesus is on the come up right now. Jesus. <laughs> do I see? You know what I'm saying? What do you say? Right. Inquiring minds would like to know. Hmm. You know? Holla at your boy. Let me know, because I'd like to know, damn it. Anyway. That's a weird comment. It is a weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, when do you say it? How do you say it? I don't know. We can look it up, though. Yes, please do. My man. 
Anyway, we got some great people in the room, except for Lucas in the booth. But we're going to start with Lucas in the booth. How you doing? What's good? In fairness to what you just said, I'm not in the room over there, so I, I guess yeah. I guess that makes sense. So yes, so that, that, that's why you said that. I'm not in the room over there. So. Yeah, you're I'd, be, I'd be a great person if I was in the room. Go ahead. Low hanging fruits. It's but, as many things you can do, as many things you can grab onto, so you can keep moving on in your day. Anything for you, Lucas in the booth. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> How you doing, man? Uh, doing good. I switched up my little morning routine. I switched from uh, a night shower to a morning shower, so I guess I feel a little, little refreshed for the day. Oh, okay. A little, good. little, little, little quirk to the to the day. Okay. But other than that, let's see here. It's snowy outside. I thought spring was coming. I did look at the weather for the future. Yes. Uh, after this weekend, it's looking pretty good. Did you jump into the DeLorean and went out there and then found out that it was going to be kind of good, and then you came back from the DeLorean? Yeah, let's go with that. There you go. Okay, because you said you looked into the future. So I'm just going like, what? You just you just called up the the local weatherman and just asked him, or you jumped into a DeLorean, went 88 miles per hour, pew, went into the future, and then came back from the future. Let's just say I t- I just went to AccuWeather.com, the website. There you go. Short for accurate weather. How accurate is AccuWeather? That's the uh, question. It's pretty reliable to me. It's usually I don't want to say it's spot on, but. It's- Somewhat accurate. I, I look, they have like a, a ninety day forecast. Basically, you can look ahead to ninety days, which is until like May or June or so. That can't be accurate. Uh-huh. It, 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 it's been pretty okay for when I've looked at it. They be messing up tomorrow's weather. How are they gonna know what's going on in June? I'm mainly looking at it just for the temperature. <laughs> I, I don't care about the weather. I care about the, the temperature outside. But they're saying that after this weekend, it's gonna be like. Upper forties, upper lower fifties, and the cold, cold is done. Yo, you know, it's these, over. Are, these are these freaking lies. I'm I'm getting my hopes up already. Lies and slander. <laughs> lies and slander. Maybe maybe if we all believe, it'll happen. Yes, because right. I believe that you love know? is the answer. <laughs> and I'm still looking for love in all the wrong places. Oh my so. gosh, you know what? No, no, but I believe it when I see it. You know what I mean? Groundhog was right. I'm I'm from Missouri. I'm from the show me state. Show me. Show me. Because I was already getting my shorts out, getting my swim trunks ready, trying to get in the swimsuit ready form for the heat and where the heat at, man. I mean, I'm getting my hopes up because uh, the weather's supposed to be nice this weekend and daylight savings is coming up in like a week and a half. So we're going to get some like late sunsets and it's going to feel like spring. Well, the one. Get your hopes up now. Yes, I'm getting them up. They up. That's Thanks. fine. You just put my hopes all the way up. That's but don't get too high because it's going to snow in May. Just wait. No! no it's probably no going to snow. It's going to be Ash Wednesday in May. Watch. And I found out what they say. Okay, what do you? What do they say? Have a blessed Ash Wednesday. Nice. Wow. That's a whole mouthful of stuff that you have to say. Why can't you just say blessed ha- Bless, blessed Ash Wednesday. That's even like the same amount of words. <laughs> blessed <laughs> Ash Wednesday. If you're going to put the emphasis on the wrong syllable there, it's going to be. No, no, no. Blessed. You say blessed. Yeah. I say blessed. Have a blessed day. I'll see you guys on the next blessed video. True. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. God blessed you. God bless you, dear. That's nice. So how do you say it again? Have a blessed Ash Wednesday. Have a blessed Ash Wednesday, everybody. Ash Wednesday, everybody. Because yeah. apparently you have to put the emphasis on the sh. Because you don't want think people thinking like, yeah, because it's hump day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm getting that ash. Mm-mm. You don't want Wednesday. Right. See right. what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway. So. White ash is falling from the sky. White ash. <laughs> don't want that either. <laughs> uh, 
dreams can come true for most for most people out there with the white ash <laughs> falling from the sky. Just that that ex- easily acceptable? Yes. Easily a- 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 accessible? That's what I was trying to say. Accessible. Anyway, Jackie Buck, what's going on? Jackie Buck the turd. What's a go on? You know, uh oh! I could tell you all Man, about it. You need me, to stop I'm, throwing I'm, things in anger. Is not Dang! Up. You need to make friends with that. Do a nice hearty handshake. Introduce yourself to the tripod. Yes. Damn! Say, so say play nice. Oh my god! I'm done with life. I'll get it. Your tripod. I'll get it. The tripod won't stay wow. on Dude. the table. It's actually quite. This humorous. is good. This is good live like, radio. It's like twisted. It's so, but humorous. you know, but I've been mis- distracted though because I keep on looking at Pascal, looking for see if he has ashes on his forehead. But there's something that's on his head that is just really distracting me. <laughs> you know, it, there's some things that I just kind of wait. So I can get my chance to talk, and then I can talk about this fantastic swag. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This fantabulous swag. But at the same time, since you went just, into it already, damn. It just is. Damn. It's snowing outside. Yeah, but I, I'm looking at it, and it looks awesome. <laughs> well, thank you. Can't stop staring. Yeah. I need to Love it for angle this, this camera up a little bit because I want people to see this amazing swag. Okay. Merchandise. Merch. He's got a hat on. Merch. With a logo. Merch. He's got, oh. Well, I like that two. one. He's got an Man. army hat, too. My husband would like that one. He would? He likes army fatigue. Then maybe he should call in because we're, we're doing I was going to wait for my turn to talk. Go ahead. Talk But now. he's already doing it now. So we are doing a giveaway today where if you call in. Play a little pop quiz hot shot. You get a chance to win one of these fantastic hats. Not the one I'm wearing. I'm not. I, I mean, come on. I'm not that gross. Unless you want some of me, like at my essence, <laughs> a little bit of me, some of my DNA with you at all times. I mean, shoot. <laughs> I got a lot of DNA to give. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so Don't we got two DNA. different <laughs> DNA. <laughs> anyway, we uh, got two different styles. You know, we got the flat bill. All right, and we got the uh, the regular, you know, baseball traditional baseball cap, kind of dad hat, kind of kind of feel. So you got two different styles with the Pascal Show logo on it. All you got to do is call in, and you get a chance to win one of these hats. All right, one of these hats. Play pop quiz, hot shot. You win some free swag. All right, and if you're watching right now, and you got some people that might be interested in it. Tell them. Share this feed. All right? All you got to do is call in 314-880-0808 for your chance to win this fantastic swag. Big shout out to Heads and Threads for the hookup, by the way. They're the ones who made these. You know what I mean? They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing, Heads and Threads. Anyway, big giveaway all day today. Somebody got a call. 314-880-0808. Ask one question that comes off the top of my dome. And you win some fantastic, amazingly beautiful swag. I love it. That's simple. You know what I'm saying? I like it. It's simple. I like it a lot. So (laughs) give us a call, dang it. Anyway, let's move on to Lydia Caesar. Because you just shot me in the foot. I had a a look. I was waiting for it. My time. My time. It just looks so good on me. And I'm a little upset because she didn't say not a damn thing when she walked in. I had this on, and I'm always wearing a beanie. I'm always wearing my beanies, man. I'm I'm always wearing these damn beanies. And she didn't even walk over and go, ooh, look at that. Oh, that looks nice. I thought I was late. I I thought these hats been existed. I was just like, oh, okay. No, this is new. That's the new, new. This is the new, 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 new. 
new, new, new. I'm just new, new. Depressed. You live, you learn. New, new, new. <laughs> That's that new, new. That's that new, 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 new. Well, it looks good. New. Swagadocious. <laughs> new. I really like that army fatigue look. It matches the back of my earrings. Yeah, see, bang. Blammo. Look at that. Ooh, it's hurts, boo, it hurts. Sexy, kind of. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Show. Yeah. I showed this to Lucas. I was like, hey, what do you think of this hat? He's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then I showed him this one. He's like, oh. I think the the flat the flat bill would look better on you. I'm like, damn. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm hurt. I'm upset. Well, I think that's a compliment. Style. Come on. I know. I was. Just, it was a half compliment, half like. It was kind of a smack, smack in, the in the face, face. but a back like, in a compliment. Uh, uh, you know, you caressed my face as you smacked the other side of my face at the same damn time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Low key shade. Yeah, low key, lo siento. <laughs> Did you say a backhanded compliment? Yeah, a backhanded, backhanded compliment. compliment. Yeah. Isn't that what it's called? Yeah. You're. Ugly, but it looks good on you. Right. Kind of thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. Hmm. Like, or or like when people say, ooh, keep this hairstyle. It's the best. Right. I'd be like, so what you trying to say about the rest? <laughs> right. <laughs> what the hell? What? My ooh. thoughts exactly. Oh, you know what? I like this style. Keep so this one. What? What you trying to say? I hate compliments like that. Yeah. Damn. Are you, you know, know what I'm saying? complimenting me, really? Did I even ask you? No, but you know. That's Chats obviously somebody aggressive. who changes their hair all the time. <laughs> exactly. I'm the same, man. Yeah. But those hats are pretty pretty funky and fabulous. Thank you. Yeah. Can Appreciate people get it. them, like, b- for purchase? I'm glad you asked. You don't. We're giving some away, but I'm you- so glad you asked. <laughs> okay, so the reason why, okay, so the reason why I did this in the first place is because I'm going to keep it straight funky with everybody. You know what I'm saying? Because this is not a situation where I'm like, yo, we got a million subscribers, swag, merch. I'm not that dude, okay? But I wanted to try it out and just see if people would like the, the hat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I want to try something else. I'm always, uh, we always have the t-shirts. T-shirts are, are great. But I was just like, let me just see if somebody really wants this hat. Mm-hmm. Let me just see if people really dig the hat. Right. So I was just like, all right, let me let's just print out a few, mm-hmm. embroider a couple hats, and we can go from there. Test you know the what waters. I mean? Test the waters. Test the waters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And see what the deal is. So. Yes, my goal, the ultimate goal, and like I said, we're we're a growing business. You know what I mean. So I'm going to be completely straight funky to you, Lydia. For thank, so thank you for asking. Yes, sir. And to the listeners and the viewers out there right now, it's something that I'm interested in. Also, in I'm definitely interested in opening up that branch or that world into creating some quote unquote merch. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like a merch section. Yes. You know what I mean? You should. Um. So. That's why I'm like, all right, let me try hats. Okay. I've, I've done t-shirts, which is something I'm trying to, then I'm looking to print out a whole lot more shirts and just see if people are like, yeah, I go and buy that stuff, man. Hell yeah. That's a dope. That's dope. Let me get this. Nah, 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 nah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's just the idea. I'm thinking about it. We're going to see what happens. You know, I got, I got, I got one right now to give away. All right. We'll see how it how people take it nice uh so anyway we got to go into a quick commercial break because that's what we got to do real quick yeah so stick around we got some giveaways to give we'll be right back this is the pascal show bye what's up y'all you're on wgnu 9:20 a.m and 106.9 fm real talk for real st louis Hey, welcome back to the Pascal Show. Hey, 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 hey. 
You can win some free swag. You can win some free swag. I know all about the swag. Hey. All right. Anyway, we do have a caller, which I'm very excited about. This is going to be exciting. You know what I'm saying? You get a chance to win some fantastic swag, a beautifully embroidered hat exclusively from Heads and Threads. Anyway, we have Lauren on the phone. Lauren, how you doing, sweetheart? I'm good. How are you, Pascal? I'm very, very good. Where are you calling from? Um, I'm in my fifth grade classroom right now with all of my students who what? love you so much. What? Ah! Uh, can can they hear yes, us? Say hi, Pascal. Hi, Pascal. Ah! That is awesome. What's yes. up, fifth grade class? What's good, guys? We are doing wonderful. We had something we wanted to say to you. Oh, okay. Thank you for you're very you welcome. You brought the history program, and you brought the house down, and we wanted to thank you. Oh, my heart is tickled. Thanks. <laughs> wow, you guys are incredible. That is so cute. You guys are seriously incredible, and you guys did such a great job. That whole Your whole school did a great job. All you students are so talented, and it, oh, man, thank you so much for calling in. Wow. Thank wow. you for taking our call. Yeah, anytime. Hey. We're super excited you answered and put us on, so uh, it's a pretty special experience. Of course, <laughs> of course. Now, I, I do have to ask you, are you down to play a game to get a chance to win some new swag, a hat? Absolutely. I'll we would love to. And it'll be signed by me, and you guys can keep it in your class. Sound good? That sounds wonderful. Uh, uh, is, the, is, is, is your fifth grade class okay with it? Can I get a yes? That's okay with that. <laughs> okay, great. All right. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Pop quiz, hot shot. Yes. Pop quiz, hot shot. All right, Lauren and fifth grade class of Iveland Elementary School. Man, it really means a lot that you guys called in. You guys get a chance to win a brand new embroidered hat. Exclusively made from yeah, exclusively made from heads and threads. Here's the pop quiz question of the day. I'm holding all of your hands through through the through the speakers right now as we speak. You ready to go? What is what is it, Jackie boy? Are you going to give them a a variance on the answer? This is like a percentage answer. So I'll give them a yeah. We're only ten and eleven years old, you know. Are we? Are you smarter than a fifth grader? (laughs) This is perfect. This is going to be tough, but I I guarantee you guys are going to get this. I know it. You guys are amazing. Let's get it. What percentage of the Earth is land? What percentage of the Earth is land? Oh, that's tough. Do we do we get a phone a friend? (laughs) (laughs) You have about. What do you say, John? John says about 30%. Wow. I was thinking about 20 or 25. <laughs> Can we get a final answer? Oh, that's tough. Final answer. What do you want to say? 25. 25. Can we get a, re- a final answer? Get one more final <laughs> answer. Oh, uh, we don't know. Oh, they're trying to Google. I, I didn't have any parameters. You didn't. You didn't set any rules. I said about a. T- oh, you didn't set any rules. You know what? Twenty nine percent. Hey, twenty nine percent. Yes. Whoever that kid was.
was was right. Yeah, that, that kid yeah. was spot your first, on. Your first answer was, was yeah. going to be a... Whoever the student you know, was. That was John be over here with a big brain. Yes. <laughs> Good job, John. Congratulations. Yes. Congratulations, Lauren and the Ivalon Elementary's fifth grade class. Congratulations, guys. You just won a brand new Pascal Show hat. Congratulations. Thank you so much for playing. Hey. Yes. Lauren, thank you so much for calling in. It really means a lot. It really does. It really warmed my heart. Thank really. you so much. You're welcome. We'll be- <laughs> I love you guys, too. I hope to see you guys very soon, okay? Keep Have learning. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for talking to us and brightening our day. Thank you. You brightened my day. That meant a lot. Wow. Uh, have a wonderful day, you guys. Bye. Thanks. You too. Bye. Oh, that was so cute. Oh, yeah, Man. that meant a lot. <laughs> Are you crying? We love you, Pascal. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was, was awesome. So you should make that your ringtone. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was so sweet, little babies. <laughs> That was cute. That one kid was yeah. real smart. Yeah. Man, it said 30%. I was like, what? That was cute. Either real smart or real quick with Google. He wanted to <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say he was real quick with Google. The last part. Yeah. Right. At the very beginning, he was like, 30. I'm like, uh, right. that's the, okay, He, he knew second. that already, yeah, right? He, yeah, he had it on point. So, yeah. man, shout out to Ivelin Elementary School and, yeah. and Lauren, the teacher over there. That was really cool. So that's that the really school you hosted at last week, Thursday. Yeah, the, oh. this, uh, yeah on Thursday. Nice. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. They did a whole Black History Month. Event which was just amazing. And you, you had know? a you had a co a student co host and all that. Yeah. That, yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Cool, yeah. Cool, yeah. Cool. Uh, Manandi. Nice. Yeah. Madat Manadi. Yeah. Manadi. She was uh, really really great. She was fantastic. And uh, those kids were really really talented. And they yeah that was awesome. I wish I had like a thousand hats. I know. So right. I could give every one to every student. One of those kids a hat. <laughs> yeah. I got to figure that out. Yeah. I got to figure that out. But I'm gonna at least gonna give them that one, and I'm just got to remember to sign it and everything. Man, I'm a little choked up right now. I'm like, my mind is like, uh, that really meant a lot. <laughs> that was unexpected. That was really unexpected. Yeah. yeah. You're making an impact. Oh. I, I hope people, people care world. about you. I would hope so. <laughs> you know. The kids. It's, it's, it's all about the kids. All about the kids. Anything for the kids. You know what I'm saying? Anything for the kids. Especially those five fifth graders. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah fifth grade elementary school. Ivelin Elementary School. Wow. That was really cool. You know what? That made me feel so good. That made me feel so good. Let me just say that again. That made me feel so good. <laughs> How good did it make How you good? feel? That I'm willing to do another giveaway of another hat. Okay. Y'all. So, you call us at 314-880-0808. You get a chance to win this fantastic hat or one of these hats. Sorry. One of these hats. Call up, play some pop quiz hot shot, and you win some fantastically, beautifully embroidered hats from Heads and Threads. Anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. This is Real Talk from Real St. Louis, streaming live on realtalkwgnu.com. <laughs> I'm done. Welcome back to the Pascal Show. And, yes, this is live, so don't <laughs> think that this is a re- <laughs> It's Christmas, right? It is Christmas because it's oh snowing God. outside right now in the middle of where are we? We're in the, at the end of February. What is wrong with me today? <laughs> ah, those kids messed me up. Those kids messed me up. That meant the world to me, though. 
Anyway, you're, you're listening to the Pascal Show. We're back at it again, as always. Woo! What is going on? It is time for Let's Talk. Now you've got to be kidding me. Oh, he needs some milk. In cookies, the question of today is, what's your view on open door policies for the bathroom use in your relationships <laughs> while newly dating, married, or with your kids? So, you know how it is. We all have that situation where when you got to go sit on that porcelain throne and do your business, some people just have a revolving door. The, the bathroom door is wide open. It is what it is. You're doing, you're doing boo-boo or you're doing number one or number two. You're, it is what it is. It's just people are walking in and out, brushing their teeth, washing their faces. Y'all are sharing the bathrooms, all that stuff. So we're going to go around the room. You know, do you guys share this or do you guys close? Is it a closed door or open door policy when it comes to the bathroom in your own Households, all right. So let's go around the room. Lucas in the booth. What's your take, man? I'm trying to see what the exact question is exactly. Are, are we asking like, <laughs> like, like, okay? I get is the it, idea. But is it is it is it a open door type of situation where you just kind of like let the door open and whoever wants to go in and out use they use the bathroom while you're using the bathroom, or is this your own private time? The door is locked. It is your own time so that you can drop a deuce and scroll through your social medias. Okay, so is that is that a little bit more clear? So, so you're asking, would you rather, like, so for example, number one or number two, would you rather be private, just do your own thing, or you let people come in while you're doing right. your business? Do yeah. you close the door. Yeah. Oh wow! Open wow. door hey, policy. Oh, okay. yeah. okay. Open door we're, policy. We're, we're open door policy or closed door policy. That's it. We're shutting that door. Are you shutting we're, that we're door? Shutting that, we're shutting that door, locking it, and I'm on my own here. That's <laughs> what? That's, maybe number one's a little different, but number two especially. Okay. And I, that is, you're not coming in. Okay. For one for my like, own good no. and two for your own good. <laughs> You're like, I refuse for that to happen. Hell no. I, I think okay. that, I think there is some sort of boundaries at some point. Maybe if you're with each other for a very long time, and maybe they just want to come in and like take a shower or something, or they just want to come in and like just they have to like come in and do something. Maybe, but for the okay. most part, no. You're not coming in. No one's coming in, and even for somebody else, I ain't going in there. Okay. We do have a comment. Tony says that's my time. New relationship, <laughs> married. Kids or even home alone, the door is closed and locked. Okay. <laughs> All right. Lydia, what you think? <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> this is so, it's so because. Dropping a deuce is funny. You know why this is funny? Because this answer is so drastically different in my life. Like growing up in my house, closed door policy all the time. I'm closing the door. Um, no one's coming in. Now I'm married. Well, actually. It's, it all the change all started when you when you have your first child, because kids don't give a damn about that door. If a kid needs mommy, the kid needs mommy, it, and if you don't lock it, they're opening the door and they're coming right in with a question. Oh yeah, in your face. I don't care what you're doing. I used to be like, "Hello, I'm on the toilet to my daughter." And she'd be like, "I know, but uh, I need a X Y Z." So kids change all of that. Now that I'm married in my own house. I must admit, we pretty much have an open door policy. Okay. Now, we don't, like, I can't be on the toilet and my husband comes in and gets in the shower and vice versa. That's nasty. We don't do that. But we have a bathroom in our bedroom. I'll literally go in and pee or poop and the door will be open. Okay. We'll be talking. He does the same. 
Sometimes if it's real gross, I be like, close the door, you stink. And then or, and I'll slam it shut. Or he'll be like, he'll walk in and be like, yeah, close the door, I stink. And he'll slam it shut. But for the most part, the door be open. And it's not even a thought. It's not even like we have a rule, open door policy. No, it just happens that way. You're in and you're out. Especially if it's number one. Forget it. The door is never closed. Word. Ever. My daughter, though, <laughs> she's 16. Her door is shut and locked every time. She's at that private age. You know what I'm saying? You're at that yeah. age where it's like, uh-uh. Like, leave me alone. But I, my husband and I, we're just literally like open books in every way. And I guess we never really give it much thought about closing the door. If, if the door is closed and locked, my husband's probably like, oh, my God, what's going on? Is everything okay there? Right. And he'd be shocked because that's just not how we roll. So, you know, there you have it. Call okay. us gross or whatever, but we're, okay. we're, just, whatever. That, we're just that comfortable. <laughs> That's good. Okay. That's fair. Now, Jack. So, I mean, with the kids, the kids, kids don't care. And they literally will just come and, like, if a door is closed in any room, they'll come and open it up mm-hmm. for any reason. Oh, yeah. Just because it's closed. Right. They want to see what's going what's on behind going that door. What's going on the other side? Like, they, they could have shut it and come back five minutes later and be like, hey, you know, I'm going to open that door again just right. to see, just to make sure. <laughs> the kids like, change the game. Like. Yeah. But I mean, they they, um, they want to know where you are at all times. Mm-hmm. And they want to have access to you at all at times. All times. Facts. And so uh, with them, they kind of make their own policy. Um, with my wife, we... Like, if one of us is in the shower and one has to come in and go to the bathroom, uh, I think number one is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we've never had to be in the situation where we're forced to have to do number two. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, to me, is unacceptable. And, now, and, I don't, and I don't, for some reason, like the idea of the reverse of some, someone already being on the toilet and then having their significant other come in to go get into the shower. Yeah, that's true. Like, if you're in the oh. shower already, that's one thing. I don't know. It's Even it's, still. It's different in my mind. Okay. Don't poop on my shower. <laughs> I have an attitude. If you come in the bathroom and poop while I'm showering. Don't poop while you are shower. You are killing me. You're just being mean. That's just like, nasty. <laughs> you can hold it until my shower is done. That's one line we will never cross, and I will never be okay with that. It just grosses me out. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But you huh. can grab your toothbrush and toothpaste yeah. and do a quick brush outside the bathroom and then come back Somewhere in. Somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can do that, but don't get in the shower or nah. Blah. How, how long did it take you and your husband to get that to that point? Like, was it the third date? Oh, well, like, no. When we were dating, there was no open door policy. Yeah. That only happened when we got married because we lived in the same house. It just ended after a time. It yeah. just started. Just gradually just yeah. turns into it, that. Because yeah. it, it's almost like you when you're alone, like if you're in the house by yourself, right, you don't necessarily worry about closing the door. Right. So it's almost like you become so comfortable that it's like yeah. you're alone in a sense. Yeah. You have that level of comfort. There's no, like, guard up. And if you have to run and whiz real quick, you just go ahead and do it. And then it trends that trickles over into the number two. And not always. I mean, if I know it's going to be real funky and long, I'll close it. Sometimes you know, like, this might be a minute. You're going to be dropping balls. So you close the door. But sometimes even in just like a in a, in a in a rush, you don't think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just sit down. Next thing you know, you're going and nobody cares. Next thing you know, you're dropping bombs harder than Hiroshima. <laughs> you're like, go, go. Yeah, like, no, it's so hard to explain. You just don't want to be in there after that. Just after oh, yeah. Exactly. Uh-uh. 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 So what about you, Pascal? Well, 
D- wait, one. Do we have any other questions? Uh, yeah, I got. Yeah, go ahead and read one of them for before me. Oh, uh, for uh, uh, comments. Oh, hold on. Let me. Oh, I don't have a comment yet pulled up on that. I thought you had oh, another okay. question for okay. Pop Quiz Hot Shot. No, 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 no. I thought no. we had a caller. Oh. No, 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 no. That's fine. Uh, so my personal opinion on it. Wow, this one's tech. This one's kind of complicated uh, <laughs> because you know when you when you're dropping a. When you go boosh, boogoosh, boog, you know, you're putting in some work, right? So, yeah, there's an open. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well. So weird. It's a weird question. It's like, that's why I'm pausing so hard right now because I'm like, <laughs> it's such like a, it depends. All right. Number one, doors wide open. Right. Number two, it depends on the, it depends on the severity of deposit. <laughs> Right. If the deposit's very severe, like it smells so bad, like the paint is starting to melt off the off the walls type of situation. Yeah, you closing that door. But I'm not about that life where I'm trying to like I ain't trying to be like my dog. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not trying to be like my dog where you're trying to drop a deuce. And somebody's in the bathroom with you, yeah. staring at you while you're taking a dump. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, I feel you. Because you know how dogs are. I you know. are watching them drop a deuce. They're looking at you going like, I'm sorry. They have that weird, right. confused look on their face like, <laughs> should I be pooping in front of you? But I got to hold, I can't hold this in. <laughs> Here we go. You know what I mean? But you're kind of doing that when, you, when you're with your loved one, with your, you know, when you're with your domestic partner, if you will. You know what I mean? So, man. But I've done it. I've done it before, where it's like full on conversation. <laughs> You're like, too. you know, this is what I think about the right. situation. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? We will have conversations for full real. On conversations about everything. And then, right. <laughs> did you pay the power bill? Right. It's so weird. Wait, what are we? Oh, you know what I'm saying? It's like right. like that. So, but I'll say this though too. Not never. Uh, like, I don't care about taking a shower and they're dropping. I don't care. Really? What I care about the most. Don't ever try to brush your teeth in that bathroom while I'm dropping the deuce. <laughs> or or I will I will literally take my Sonicare and walk the outside. I will walk away. Because I don't like the thought of fecal matter floating around and getting on the toothbrush <laughs> while you're trying to brush. It's you getting on the toothbrush if it's, it's in the bathroom the, anyway. I know, but, but you it's also get to rinse. You. you get to rinse. Do you rinse your sh- You got to tell me you rinse your toothbrush before you put the toothpaste on. I always wet it first. Absolutely. Thank you. You wet it first, right? I know. Uh, so. No, toothpaste, then wet. No, I do it. I wet hmm. the brush. Now I'm thinking. Then toothpaste, then, then wet. wet. Yeah, I wet it twice. I think I do the, both. The double wet? Yeah, I make sure it's I'm double wet. wet over here. You're double oh, wet too? Ew, giggity goo. It's you know so what I'm weird. Saying? I mean, everybody has their thing. I don't know. But anyway, open door policy. I know for a fact that at some point when I have children, you know without a shadow of a doubt, you, you better bet your bottom dollar that I will definitely have that door locked. Hmm. Oh, because they're oh, coming in. Oh, I'm sorry. In. Yeah. Oh, they're but it, coming It'll be in. the only time for free time. Like, oh, free but time for myself. Only time. And you know what? When I first had my daughter, I was so young. I, I seriously would be in the bathroom. I would find myself in the bathroom with the door locked for, like, 20 minutes. Word. <laughs> I didn't even have to be in there for 20 minutes. I'd just be like... She'd just be out there like, time. Mommy, I'd be like, go away. I'm dropping this a This is my moment. <laughs> this is the only moment it I have. It literally is. Like, you know what I mean? The kids, privacy. 
the, you know what I'm saying? My time. You're like, man, the next time I have, if I have to watch one more Teletubby episode right? for the 17th time in the row today, right? I just need 20 minutes. Right. Thank and, you and very much. And to this much. day, my daughter is 16 and she still has no respect for my bathroom privacy time. She will come into my room, open the door. Look, which picture should I post on Instagram? Yeah. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? It's like, that Can you one. give me a second? Just, just hold. Uh, uh, you're like you're in, you're in mid. I'm trying mid to focus. Squeeze. Literally, you're in, you're in mid squeeze. Which hairstyle, like, mommy? Which hairstyle which, which do you one? like? Bagoosh. Um, the, that one to the left. Can you pin this for me? Turn around with her pants. Yeah. Can you pin my pants on the back? We do have a comment. One more. Uh, shout out to DJTC. Be sure to check out his his morning and evening Drive It Five show. Anyway, he says once you're married, all bets are off. No more doing things alone. That's the truth, though. It's a fact. You are not doing it. Uh, no hiding from the kids. No. That's also what he said. <laughs> and that's the truth, though. So that's why I'm like, you know what? You lock that door. Right. Even if they're going, Daddy! He's like, no! I need this a minute. This is my time! No, right. I don't care. Right. You know what I mean? Leave me alone. This is my time. Right. That's it. So, bathroom policy is a little different. You know what I mean? So, we do... Have a comment. A couple comments okay, here. Okay, so uh, grab two. We got somebody on the on the phone for Pop Quiz Hot Shot. Go ahead. Okay, so we got a, from Reddit. Uh, we got a live question up there. Uh, always close the door. I'm sure no one enjoys hearing another person, number one, in or two, in a toilet. I don't care. Uh, I don't know about you, but it's not music to my ears. Okay. Uh, that's T.E. Grubbs. Uh, and then uh, we got Kinky Boy Kirby. Uh it says, uh, open door policy in itself is stupid, and I and many others want privacy. Uh, it said, also stop ripping off Raj Patel. What? So, I don't, who's that? I, I don't know who, uh, who that is. Now I'm trying <laughs> to think of who the hell is Raj Patel. I don't know. But I wish that these people would put next to their comments, married or not married. Right. I'm single. Curious. I'm right. Not single. Because when I was single, I would be like, closed door policy. That's gross. Anything True. else is uncivilized. Hey, to- so just so you know, Tony, who who commented, is married, has kids, mm-hmm. multiple kids. I'm telling you. When, like when you, you live with the person, kids. you know so, it changes. So with that being said, you know, he said closed door policy hard. And I get it. You got a lot of kids? Hell yeah. But anyway, we got to go into the news right now. We got Tommy on the phone. Tommy, what's good, Tommy boy? Oh, another much just on the toilet, Pascal. <laughs> <laughs> Clearing out the bowels this fine morning. Yeah. You, you How fi- are you? That coffee's finally kicking in. I see. Okay. Uh, yeah. I can smell it from here. <laughs> Smells absolutely nasty. Anyway, what's going on in the world, man? All right. Well, did anybody watch the debates last night? I did. Oh, I did. Oh, you poor souls. Yeah. Oh, it was terrible. That was almost unwatchable. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Everybody was talking over each other. It was. It was. Bad. It was really, really bad. The really? moderators did not do a great job of controlling the time spent talking by each candidate. Like oh, it was man. like it was like our show, but not funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? A lot of people talking over each other, but just not yep. funny. No, not amusing. So I'm saying, not amusing at all. Man. No. Yeah. No. But I mean, I. It's hard to say what really happened with it. One thing I found interesting, though, watching it was the audience seemed quite different from the last debate. Every time anybody tried to go in on Bloomberg, it seemed like people would start booing the person going in on Bloomberg. Right. And Bloomberg was getting some nice applause lines. And 
There were some people on Twitter that were wondering, did he buy a cheering section? What's going on there? <laughs> what happened? But, yeah. But yeah. here's the thing. The tickets to last night's debate, uh, some of them were given out to different groups like the DNC, the Black Caucus, things like that. But there were tickets for sale last night that were available starting at $1,750, ranging to $3,200. What the heck? Sorry, excuse me? What? Yeah. Tickets to last night. If you were going to buy a ticket to last night's uh, debate, if you weren't able to get one through the Democratic Party or the Black Caucus or any of the other groups that were given a lot of tickets, including campaigns, if you were going to buy a ticket, tickets started at $1,750 ranging all the way up to $3,200. Who gets that money? Yeah, I was going to, who wants, well, yeah, who gets the money? Let's let's just be real first. Who gets I'm the money? I'm assuming the DNC. Okay. Ah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Because it's say. like, who, but then who would want to spend that kind of money to see a circus like that? Oh, and I, I don't spend more than 50 bucks on concert tickets. I've passed up seeing Pink Floyd, the Rolling Stones, because I'm like, I'm not spending that much money to right. go see <laughs> to go see somebody. Yeah, just, That's stupid. Yeah. Sorry, I got better things to do. What else is going on? All right. Well, um, yesterday, there was a lot of news about the coronavirus yesterday. Yeah. Yes, there were uh, coronavirus that uh, one of the Olympic officials, who I'm just going to say his name real quick, and we can have a, get it out of our system to have a good laugh and move on. The Olympic official's name, Dick Pound. Oh, we yeah, talked we about, Dick, talked Pound about Pound. Dick Pound yesterday. <laughs> oh, I missed that. Darn. Dick yeah. Pound. That's yeah, Dick Pound was saying that we should avoid, you know, that if, if before two months we should, if, if we get to May and coronavirus isn't contained, we should start thinking about calling off the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Well, the Japanese Olympic officials said that's not going to happen, oh. that, you know, they're, they're confident they're going to be able to go ahead with it. Oh, but anyway, the, some of the people in the United States. The United States now has quite a few, you know, a few dozen uh, coronavirus cases. And the CDC has said, you know, it's just a matter of time before this starts to spread, that we need to start preparing for it. We need to start talking about telecommuting, that sort of thing, Mm -hmm. and how how to move forward, because they say it's just a matter of when. Contradicting all of that was Donald Trump, who said, no, it's very much in check. You know, we've got it. We're we're on it. We're taking care of it. It's going to be just fine. Mm-hmm. I, I should mention he also spelled coronavirus wrong on Twitter. This yeah. No way. Really? Yeah. It's C-A, yep. With a C-A instead of C-O. Good job. Corona. Good yeah, job, so, Trump. So, oh, God. Yeah. So he, he knows Karina. what's going on with that. You know, he, he doesn't know how to spell it, but he's on it. It's Karina. Um It's coronavirus. <laughs> Coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. He also spelled uh, choking wrong this morning as well. He spelled it shocking. <laughs> but, uh, anyway. He needs somebody on his side, boy. He needs somebody oh, to do he really does. Somebody needs to pre-approve his tweets. Yeah. He can't just be well, tweeting out here. You know, it is funny. He spelled shocking wrong, but he's in the past, he's, put, he's spelled smoking wrong and spelled it smocking. So it's not just like an accident where he accidentally typed the C. Right. He has a long history of spelling long O words with a C. Nice. Hmm. He spe- he's spelled smoking three times with a C. 
in the past. How do, wait, so what smoking meaning like how? SM smoking. Uh, like, like smoking. Yeah, smoking. Yeah, he would be talking about S M O C K. Oh, see what I'm saying? So smoking instead of smoking. So this man doesn't even know how to spell. You know what? He should go back to fifth grade. Yeah. Yes, he should. He needs to go to Ivalon Elementary School and, and learn, over learn them some stuff, they're man. Real talk. There. I'd vote for yeah. them before him. Real talk. Yeah, that's right. John, John, he could teach him a few things. I'm sure John knew about that 30%. He knew that. Yeah, he was quick with it, too. So I wonder yeah. about this coronavirus thing, right? They're saying that we should start preparing here in the U.S. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're also saying that the masks aren't really beneficial. No, they don't do a damn they're thing. They're saying they're only beneficial to people who have it. And don't want to spread it. Hmm. Right. But they're not as beneficial to people who don't have it. Right. Um, mm. And so I heard that respirators are what's yes. really, what you really need. Respirators? Yes. Yeah. But explain re- what, what I don't know. respirator. Yeah, what the hell is that, a respirator? That's like a picture E.T. And they're going into the like the containment area, oh, and they got like the Ooh. big two side things coming off of it. Oh, those things These are like gas masks, like a gas mask. Yeah, yeah. wow, that's those. Stupid. That's what they're saying is like will be ideal in protection. Because it's one hundred percent, like uh, it, it actually like filters at one hundred percent. Most of the masks only do like ninety five percent. Right. So I'm like, oh my god. So do we need to go out and try to find a respirator? And also, yeah, I was about to say, I might go and invest in one. Like, as I soon know as my, this show is over. My thanks. husband's like, let's buy a whole bunch and then sell them to people when, hey, when sell they run out. Right. I'm like, oh god, this is getting crazy. Yeah. No, you, what's going to happen is if it does get to that situation, to that level. Your man's not going to even be able to sell them. He's going to have to give them away. Right. Cause I'm going to keep it real. Yeah. People are going to be killing for them. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I can imagine so it's like not the like movies. He's, he's not going to be like, oh, yeah, here yeah. you go. It's going to be like, no, 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 take it, take it, take it, take right. it, take it, take right. it, take it. Well, you know, look, we got the strap, too, so don't come for us. Exactly. It's going to be a fight. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> no, let me yeah, stop. man. What else is going on? Real quick. We got one more. We got room for one more. Let's get it. All right. Okay. Well, we'll just stick with Trump here for a minute because why not? Sure. Why not? The, uh, his, his former doctor that used to work in the White House, Dr. Ronnie Jackson, who's now running for Congress himself as a Republican, said that while he was Trump's doctor in the White House, he would sneak cauliflower into the president's mashed potatoes in an effort to get him to lose weight. Oh, that's funny. I need a chef like that in my life. That's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> I know, but what is the president? Like six years old? You got to sneak vegetables into his food he's actually 73 i think i know he it's old. insane he old it's, old it's crazy to me i mean this is the president of the united states and his doctor is having to sneak cauliflower into his mashed potatoes to try and get him to lose some weight right yeah it's just childish it's, <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's probably reading that uh, the, the Stein, uh, seinfeld's uh, wife's book that's what ah. she does. She blends like cauliflower and broccoli and stuff, and, and like for kids, and puts it into different things to sneak it into their meals. She's probably just right. re- reading that book. Ah. Oh, wow, she does. Ah. Real smart, wicked, yeah. wicked smart. That is smart. He's wicked smart. <laughs> or he, what he should do is put him on a treadmill, attach a pole to the top of his head, and put a. Big Mac burger in his in his <laughs> right within his reach, almost to his reach, and then crank that thing up to like an incline of five, mm-hmm. and then put it to like a five mile per hour type of like a light jogging Ooh. type of situation. He'd lose weight so fast, quick. I'm just saying, yog, get your yog on. You know or, what I mean? Or dangle his phone with 
Twitter. Yeah. And, and, and let it be all hate he will, text messages. He will. He will run for that thing. Oh God, you know what I mean? Right. But anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. Thank you, Tom, for calling in. This is the Pascal Show. We'll be right back. Bye. Hey, we're keeping it real all day on 920 AM and 106.9 FM. This is Real Talk WGNU. Yes. Welcome, welcome back to the Pascal Show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It's time to get into it. We got some entertainment news, entertainment gossip and all that stuff. And I have to say, we I have to emphasize gossip nowadays because people get very, very heated about right. some of the stories that we put out. Right. And they think that we're sitting here just straight up lying through our teeth. Putting it out and as stuff facts. like that. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, no, we're just here to we're, we're here to state the things that we're seeing. Right. All over the internet. Right. And we're just bringing them up for conversation. We're just reacting. Right, exactly. It's just reacting to those things. And some people, some people get super hypersensitive about these things, especially when it comes to things to people that have either recently passed or that, the, you know, the whole black community is behind that particular mm-hmm. person and all that stuff, living or dead. So people just that- saying that out loud, <laughs> you know, keep it up. You know what I'm saying? Keep it up, my people. But at the same time, Tranquilo, you know, relax. These are just news and gossip. Gossip, rumors, rumors. The whole not, night. You know, we are not saying any of this is fact. People get a, a little upset about those you things. You know, look. You know what I mean. But you watching it though, so. Hell yeah, you know what I mean. You know, I, you know, I try to tap, you know what I mean. But at the same time, tap it's in. like they're, they're talking about it everywhere else, and right. we should be able to talk about it too. <laughs> right. You feel me? Yes. Shoot. Go after the people that write the articles. Go after those people. Shoot. Anyway. Right. Just saying that out aloud. Out aloud. Out aloud. Out aloud. Anyway. Let's get into some news. Entertainment news. Let's throw it over to our lady, Lydia. Yeah. Hail Caesar. So, you guys, Harvey Weinstein is in headlines because they're the New York City prison brass is worried. They are worried and fearing uh, another Jeffrey Epstein-like incident. Mm, like. So they're thinking twice about how to deal with him behind bars because that is their biggest fear. They don't want him to uh, try to take his own life, even though a lot of people don't think Jeffrey Epstein took his own life. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Well, uh, it's it's going to be a no for me, dog. It's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> you know. Um, he didn't commit suicide. Come on now, y'all. But so they're... They're told of, there's a possibility that he may be housed in a private section of Rikers Island. Because I can't lie. I was a bit stunned when they when they took him to Rikers. I was like, oh, snap. Oh, he's going to get hard life. They took it's him to real. not life. They took him to real prison. Like, oh, like, yeah. I mean, Rikers isn't a prison, but it's, I mean, it's rough. No, it's no joke. It's known. It's, I mean, they're. It's Rikers. It's Rikers. That's it. Yeah, it's, I mean. Oh, my Lord. They've been trying to close down Rikers Island for Shoot. 30 years now because of all the craziness that takes place on Rikers Island. So, Shoot. they're all, thinking all the, about. All the dangerous criminals are out uh, up in that piece, man. So, yeah. they, they, they making sure he getting he getting what he deserves. Right. So, they're, they're uh, trying to, they're thinking about housing him in a private section of Rikers Island's North Infirmary Command, which is like high profile inmates or guys with health issues, which Harvey Weinstein qualifies for both. Um, so, he could land in the annex, basically, that's what it's called, with other, uh, other uh, guides who are pretty much old and falling apart. See, what really upsets me is this, man. I mean, here it is. 
he shouldn't be getting any special treatment at all, bro. Mm -hmm. Like at all. Right. Throw him in there, throw away the key, and that's it. Mm -hmm. Lock him up, throw away the key, and let him rot. Well, if he's been doing all those bad things, right. you know what I'm saying? And still to this day, he's still saying he's innocent. You know what I mean? He's still saying, I didn't do any of those things. I'm innocent. Right. Nah, these are all lies and slander, my brother. Nah, you lucky you even are in this hospital. You get a few days of quote unquote freedom. Right. You're still probably locked up, uh, you know, on the on the, the, the bed that you're, you're probably, oh, he got you're probably shackled and oh, cuffed yeah. up to the bed. So you're not really free. Sure. You're right. getting the, you're getting what you, you're, you know, you're getting the treatment that you need, but on some real stuff, man, nah, man, they should lock him up and throw away the damn key. That's yeah. what I think. I mean, he's not going to be having any closed door policies there. Cause they said when, <laughs> he sh once he's fully checked in, he's going to have his own cell with around the clock surveillance cameras, watching Lucky every him. move. He even if he's out Lucky walking around, him. he's going to have officials escorting him. What? Yeah. Get how does he get the world to get out? Because they man. don't want him to um That's trash. They don't want him to 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 hang himself, quote unquote. No, and then then don't give him no bed sheets, don't give him nothing. Right. Make sure his clothing that he has is uh is ripple rippable or whatever, rip away or Make it paper or something like that. Give him an outfit made out yeah. of newspaper. They don't even that want him. It. They don't even want him. The the article says they don't even want him as a prisoner. Really, they feel like he's going to be a huge risk. And I can imagine that. Like, you, imagine you work on Rikers. You don't want someone like him coming in. He's high maintenance as a mug. He's high maintenance. He is overtime. Yeah, that's overtime. That's you a know lot what of I'm money. saying? So there's talks of them trying to put him somewhere else because they just don't want to deal with it. But, um, yeah, so for now, he's at Bellevue Hospital. He was taken right after because he had chest pains, and he has his own room there, and the conditions are much nicer than what will be awaiting him in Rikers. So. Sure. Well. We shall see. Whatever. Don't nobody feel bad for you, Weinstein. I don't feel not a damn thing right. for him, man. Right. Be gone. Yeah. Be gone. So, next up, we have got your boy Lamar Odom. Lamar. He's basically saying that he can really use Kobe's advice after a recent mistake that he made. Um, he says that Kobe was like a big brother to him. They, he always gave him advice about everything. Um, and so he's in the middle of like a little situation right now with his fans who are mad at him because he pawned his 2008, 2009, and 2009-2010 Lakers championship rings. What? Wait, wait, as of recently or is this something that happened in the past? Oh, he, this is brand new. Why did he pawn that stuff off? I don't know. Is it Was he it says, for drugs? He says he wants to ask, he would ask Kobe how he could get his fans to forgive him for pawning him. Um, oh, my dear God. No, 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 no. It all goes down. It all roots to what is the reason why he pawned those rings. Apparently, because of some drama, because of the drama that was going on with Khloe Kardashian is why he pawned them. Excuse and he wants me? them he wants them back. He needs some money. But the but the rings hit the auction block and they are now expected to sell for around a hundred thousand dollars. See now but wait 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 let's let's, let's re re rewind this. <laughs> uh, Jack, can you do a quick deep dive into this situation real quick? Because that doesn't make any sense. There's gotta be a reason why he sold because of Chloe? Well, what, why does he have anything to do with Chloe now? No, no. Well it says he says that he pawned the rings several years ago. Oh, 
during his Drugs. drama. During the Drugs. drama with Chloe. <laughs> he, need, he needed money. Drugs. And now, You're now it has resurfaced because they just hit the auction block and they're selling for around 100000 Ooh. Damn, boo-boo. hey, you know, you put it up. You can't get. You just can't ask for him back. Be like, no. can you just? Can you gotta you buy just, him back. Uh, yeah, you gotta buy him. You gotta pay Wait, for but, but you're telling me that Lamar Odom don't make no money. You can't go buy them. You couldn't have bought, bought them back. Right. Or maybe he doesn't want them back anymore because he doesn't want to have an excuse to maybe pawn them again for drugs. <laughs> I mean, think about it. See, I feel like that's the only reason why he pawned him in the first place for drugs. Has he been in the news for drugs? No, yeah. he was then. Yes, yeah. he was oh, back, oh, in the day. Oh, back in the day. Yeah, yeah then, like a couple yeah. years ago with Chloe, he was he was, in a, he was in the hospital because he OD'd. There was Yo, all kinds he was of crazy going stuff. Through it. I mean, listen, yeah. he was having a good time. The Kardashians tend to really mess these black men up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't. Well, you know, uh, I we, said we it. weren't we weren't gonna go there. <laughs> we going in. I wasn't marching down that road. I don't but know you what it is. They these 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 men get with these girls and. They, they go a little off, just a little off. Just a little. Just a little bit. Slavery's a choice now, you know. It's, oh. You know, just kind of. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. You, 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 yeah, I see what you're saying. It's it, it, now, now he might have been. Yes, he was messed up, but at the same time, anything that he did was on his own time. He, yeah, she. They might have messed him up, but they're not the ones who were making him smoke crack. No, you're they're right. not the oh. ones that are making him do all the drugs Absolutely and OD. Not. So. Outside of that, let's separate that situation. Yes, I agree on that. The, the right. whole laundry li- laundry a, list. I that's mean, that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner to uh, even uh, allegedly OJ. You I'm, know what I'm saying? The, the OJ situation, what they said about that stuff too. The rumors about that. But we're gonna move on from that. Outside of that, <laughs> he was in a relationship with Chloe. I don't know their relationship, obviously, but at the same time, like he obviously was pawning that stuff off. For some drugs, right. maybe to keep his lavish lifestyle going, mm-hmm. and he wanted to still be the man in that relationship. Right. But at the same time, he still pawned off two rig like man, championship. Man, I don't know. Do you, and I guess my question goes to you guys too. Do you do you guys think that he should be forgiven for something like that, or should or should we even care? Yeah, I think I think everybody should be forgiven if they want to be and if they've Absolutely. changed. You know, I don't think you have if, any right to if they've changed. If they've changed, yeah. If, if you're still out here doing the same thing, why would anybody forgive you? <laughs> you're, you're still yeah. the same person. But I feel like if you're out here, you pawn it. You pawn it for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yes, to get the money, but at the same time, you're pawning it in hopes to buying it back. So you're telling me that Lamar Odom doesn't have enough money to go buy the, those rings back? He didn't have enough time. That that situation when he sold them. When is it, a that, lot. No, no, no. But I'm just saying, like, Amen. when he went when he went to pawn it, that was years ago. It was. You don't think that he's been able to stack up on some that bread and go money. and buy that stuff back or something like that? Go ask a friend right. to, to loan him a, a loaner on some money? Because obviously he's up on another epsilon, another uh, 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 tier of financial Right. A different financial bracket. You you know you could sit there and go, hey man, you know for a fact that I'm good on th- on this hundred thousand bucks. I'll get right. I'll get it right back to you real quick. Maybe he wants go sell back, a car or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Maybe he doesn't want it back bad enough. You know, maybe he has a hundred thousand, but he don't want to buy that's his an, rings. It's that's like, an example of all your hard work. I know years and years, decades, not even just a year or two. This is decades. Being from coming out from birth, getting it handed a ball in, 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 in when you were little, dribbling that thing all the way up to this moment when you win a championship, and you're telling me that you don't want something like that back? You're telling me that you would pawn something like that that shows you how hard you worked, how hard you were gifted, how, oh my God, that's so stupid. Mm.
for you to and, and then also on top of that for you to just let it sit there bruh ask a friend for for a couple hundred thousand some of these people is like a dollar to them i know the kardashians it's like nothing to them they're billions of dollars ask Ask Kylie Jenner real quick. Oh, they she's not, a billionaire. They, she'd laugh at that. She'd be like, "That's a penny. No Here you go." You know what I'm saying? They not cool no more. Well, yeah, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Like, ask somebody. Right. You know, sell a car. I know, sell a car. Get those things back, man. Get them things back. That's so stupid. I know. Set up a Sorry. GoFundMe for him. For, uh, I know. So, hey, shoot, even that, I don't care. Eat crow and say, "Hey, I did this stupid thing. I want these things back." I wouldn't say GoFundMe, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Go ask a friend. Man. He got so many d- friends with deep pockets, man. He could have called somebody up. Real talk. Mm-hmm. Or just, or, or, or go stay sober. But go and host a bunch of parties. You would have gotten that stuff so f- back so fast. I would assume. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm-mm. I don't know. I mean. Damn. You got to be going through a lot of stuff to point if, if, you, if you need all that money. That's a lot of money. Right. But you also got to remember, more money, more problems. More money, So more then, problems. you know, as you grow with your money, the more responsibilities of your lifestyle, trying to maintain that lifestyle that you have, gets more and more expensive. So, you know, there's some people out there that are million, millionaires, but they're not really millionaires because they're spending all their money on, like, the, the you know, the quote-unquote help. To right. the you know to the cars, the maintenance right. no. of this, this, of this, of this. You got the private chefs and all that stuff. I mean, God knows what he's doing. And then uh, the copious amounts of cocaine that you're buying. Let's not forget that too. Yeah, that that's expensive. Million dollars and still living paycheck to paycheck. Stupid. Right. <laughs> I know it's it's a mentality. It's that's a, why a yacht has such I mean, a big mortgage. You've ever seen that? <laughs> you ever seen the like the? Wow. There was a documentary about people who won the lottery and how like within the within a year they're broke. Right. Yeah. Because if you have a broke mentality. Money doesn't mean anything. What do you mean I can't have 50 cars? Right, exactly. I want a million dollars. Like, you know, a million dollars is not what it used to be, right? <laughs> no, it's not. It's, you know, you got to do some savings. And right. Maybe in the 80s. You got to be smart about it. Right. <laughs> Shoot, even in the 80s. Right, exactly. Cocaine. But you know what? So let's segue. Speaking of the Kardashians. Yeah. So there's a new Keeping Up with the Kardashian season approaching. God, I can't the, believe that show's still Bruh, they're in like the, the 30th season. That's <laughs> ridiculous. But, um... They po- they posted a preview, a clip of it. And in the clip, it shows Kim and Chloe actually fighting. Like, Kim punches her with her, ha- with her hands. Okay, look. I just she put to, the paws on I have to make her. that clear because they always argue. But they're fighting, which I think is just... Hilarious. Hilarious. Yes. You and we don't, we, I, I don't know why, but I know Chloe threw a, a, a water bottle at her and Kim told her... Punched her and said, "Don't ever come for me like that." <laughs> I was like, "Wow!" Oh. They get a gangs on this show. Wow. Yeah. So you know, that's yeah. definitely some clickbait. But the entire time was like, "Don't do it. Don't ever." Oh, that's exactly don't how ever come at me again. That's, that's exactly right? how she said it. And you can't even see emotions because their face is so botoxed. <laughs> so you don't even know if they're angry or sad or happy. You don't know like, what's going on. This was on the show. This is on the show. It's well, it's a preview, so it's like a trailer of the season that's so coming. So you mean right beforehand, they're like, okay, and so you're gonna come out, and right, you're right, throw right, a water right. bottle at watch, me. Watch, it be, <laughs> watch much. it be something where it's like the, we're doing a scene for a movie. I know uh, it's watch gonna it. be so. Watch it be something. Stupid. I already know it's not gonna be what we want it to be, which is like an all-out brawl. Do, we we do, want them to be thumping, do. but no. Don't ever throw come at me again. <laughs> on the new Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yes, exactly. On E. 
like it's ugh, and it's in all the headlines. I'm like, they know what to do. Yeah, they know what they're doing. They know exactly. They know what for to a fact do. what they're doing, man. Stop playing. You know what we got to do? Unfortunately, we know what we got to do. We got to go into a quick commercial break, but we'll be back with more entertainment news slash gossip. This is the Pascal Show. We'll be right back. Bye. What's up, y'all? You're on WGNU 920 AM and 106.9 FM. Real talk for real St. Louis. Yes. It's the Pascal Show. Yes. Let's get into it. We got some more stuff. Woo! Okay. Y'all going to make me lose my mind. Up in here. Up in here. That would have been a good intro for You guys are going to make me very angry right where I am. Right where I am. Anyway, (laughs) up in here. You know what I mean? That's like the white version of the white translation. Ric Flair's intro fits that song. There it is. Woo! <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah baby. Man. Ric Flair was like, still. Still. Still is a beast. He's the goat of trash talk. <laughs> Seriously. Anyway, let's get on into, into some more uh, entertainment news and gossip. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. You, you got something else going on. Well, uh, this is an interesting story. Well, well, first, before we get to oh, this. Oh, okay, my bad. First, we're going to go talk about Future because he's so. He, what did he do now? Okay, so Future has a new baby. Well, let me not say new. The, he has a baby with a girl who's, uh, the baby's nine months. So this is a new, an, another new baby mama. I don't know. I can't even tell you. Maybe you can Google to see how many baby mamas Future's up to now. How many baby mamas? But um, apparently this baby mama refers to their baby mm. as check baby. Excuse me? Yes. Her, the girl's name is Eliza, uh, Eliza Serafin. And that sounds like a antibiotic. I know it does, doesn't it? Yeah. It really does. That's you got that cold? You got that itchy, the itchy feeling down in your crotch? Get yourself some <laughs> I got that seraphin, huh? I got that answer. Oh, how many? Uh, he's got uh, six children with six different women. There you Woo! go. There you have it. You know what's funny? Is Google, if you type in how many baby mamas does, future comes there, up. There's a whole that? bunch of people on that <laughs> oh, list. Oh yeah, <laughs> future's one of wow. them. Wow, huh? that's oh, that's dope. So he shouldn't have skeeted in the. <laughs> So many different women. Why would you? Can you? I cannot freaking imagine six dealing with six women. You have to deal with six different women. And these are not women that you're even with. So like you have a girlfriend or like eventually he gets a wife or whatever. Mm -hmm. You still got six. Six women to be accountable with, like Papa was a Rolling Stone. Yo, my head hurts just thinking about Wherever that. Wherever he laid his hat was That's his home. He got to forget. He got to mix them up. He got to got to mix them up and their kids. Which one is the who's whose mama are you? Who, who's your mama again? Anyway, that's a, that's a lot of face so, appara- tattoos. Can solve that issue. <laughs> <laughs> Brand these girls, okay? They're branded. So this baby, this new nine-month-year-old, nine-month-old nine baby, is named. They refer referred to, to as Check Baby. Apparently, this is what the girl refers to as her as because supposedly she she did her homework and research on how much money you make in child support from somebody like Future, mm. and she basically baited him. To put a baby in her. Oh, wow. How does that happen? You be a dumb dude who raps and loves groupies, and the groupies know, and they like, I'm going to find a way to get to the front and and to get backstage. Didn't he say, I love bad issues? No, no, no. No, that's that's two two chains. chains, Yeah. (laughs) They're they're like the the same two. The same two people. 
So basically, her the, this is in this is all in like his child support case. His lawyers define the term as slang terminology describing a child conceived solely for the purposes of extorting monies from the father of the child. Monies in the child support setting. Secure that bag. Translation: Future's claiming that she basically got knocked up just to get money out of him. Bang. And to be honest, it's a claim he's made before. Facts. <laughs> like, fool <sighs> me once, fool me twice. He says that me three times, four times. That the kid only needs around four fifty a month. Um, but apparently the the child is getting a lot more. I mean, come on, your future. That's hilarious, future. Man. You got man. a lot of money. You're definitely putting out more than four fifty a month. Why don't you do us all a favor and wear a condom? Yeah, maybe I mean, he did. Maybe he did. I bet no but way. But he just got that super. You sprung. said you said that he probably she just, baited him. She baited him. Yeah, so yeah. He, well, supposedly poking the holes. Yeah, that's she probably could've. poking the holes. She could have poked a hole. Yeah. Or without a shadow of a doubt. Or she could have just gave him some really good initial. Uh, 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 I don't know how to say this on, on the yeah. The you know what guys like to get before, uh, mm-hmm. rock the mic right so she, she probably got, just so rocked she, the mic she rocked the hell out of that and mic and then uh, don't nobody want to put on a condom after that you know and then you just turn around like boop come on come on come on future come on oh well you never know you never know then, hold and up then, and then, hold up and here's, then the, it was over. here's the other theory though too there's the other theory she could have done catch and release so here we go okay tell us about so it. she rocked the hell out of the mic mm-hmm. to completion. Oh, sorry. Children, please turn off this turn radio show. <laughs> to completion. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's nasty. Caught it. Caught it. Right. And then released it into a, something. It, right. And Turkey baster? Then, uh, Turkey, or, yeah. or just straight up hands, whatever, and just reinsert it mm. to her other. To her nether any. regions. People are nefarious. nefarious? I mean, listen. Nefarious. Child, child support is good money from somebody like Future. What, what's her name? What's her last name? Uh, Seraphine? Seraphine. Seraphine. That sounds so messed up. You know, for a fact, that's an Instagram model. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah, she's she cute. Get, it's hard out here in these streets for her, I'm sure. Yeah. Those those bathroom selfies ain't working so good. <laughs> but anyway, man, yeah. that, that's that. I'm sorry, Future. That's that's a, that's a terrible situation for you, Future. Don't make no more babies with nobody else, Future, please. Shoot. Please you know, don't get hey, to seven, please. Just please, just tear a page out of Boozy's whole little video that he did. <laughs> he said, I learned if I just wouldn't have skated. How many baby mamas does, does, uh, does Lil Boosie have? Let's see. I'm curious. He said he just He, he got just five, he, I think. Does he? I think he got he, five. He wouldn't have had so many different, uh, you know, uh, I would have skated in this. I would have kept my kids. I wouldn't have skated in so many different. I just different. wouldn't have skated in so many. Four baby mamas. Four baby mamas. My bad. You Four. know who else has six? Who? Clint Eastwood. And he's got eight kids total. Dang. Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Papa was a rolling stone. But at least he's old. Like, by the time Future gets Clint Eastwood's age, he's probably going to have ten. Yeah. At the rate he's going. Bruh. Yeah. That's sickening. Oh, oh, That's you mean lot. Clint? I'm saying that Future. Clint has six as well. Clint and Future are tied. But future no, is, Clint has eight. No, he has eight babies. But he oh, has eight six babies baby from mamas. six. Oh, my bad. Yeah. These numbers. I know. There are too many numbers. <laughs> but by the time future gets to be Clint's age, though, at the rate he's going, yep. he's, he's gonna he's gonna pass him up. Bible was a rolling stone. <laughs> I don't want to laugh. Anyway, moving on to some other stuff. Yeah. So something non skeet oh. worthy. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, well, though, this is what I was gonna get into next. The Ooh, one. let me let me throw this one real okay, quick. Okay. Okay. This it one's out. a very fast one. All okay, right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> That's what 
she said. Um, so, uh, one thing is that something I'm very excited about is that Candyman, mm. the trailer for Candyman is about to drop tomorrow. Now, they just recently, Jordan Peele's version, he's putting out a sequel. It's a sequel, so it's not like it's a remake of the entire franchise, the horror franchise. Now, uh, Tony Todd is coming back to reprise his role as Candyman. Uh, they've already been putting out little teasers, little video clips from the movie out already. There's a huge, people are going crazy over the new Candyman movie poster that just recently dropped. And I'm telling you, it looks dope as hell. Nice. Uh, and of course, it's Jordan Peele. So the fact that this movie will be coming out soon, I'm very excited about it. It's going to be really cool. There's a lot of clips already going around where people are saying, in the video from the movie, uh, clips from people saying Candyman, because apparently if you say it Three five times, times oh, five. you have to say it five times, and then he appears, if I'm correct. Okay. So one thing that I'm very excited about is Tony Todd is going to be reprising the role. So this will not be a remake. This is going to be a added sequel to the storyline, which I think is going to be really cool. Second, I'm really interested to see what Jordan Peele does with with, an, with with something that isn't something that he wrote himself, something that is already like a franchise that's already been created. I'm, I'm very interested to see what he adds to the storyline and how this whole thing comes together. He's a beast. We already know that. He's very good at what he does. So I'm interested to see him do something that's not an original piece, but something that is already a pre-made franchise. So that is awesome. I'm excited about it. And that Candyman trailer should be dropping tomorrow. And trust me, you'll be hearing from me what I think about it when it drops. Of course. It's going to be dope. I'm excited about it. Anyway, just a left turn real quick before we go into more dark news, because this stuff, <laughs> this next piece is really messed up. It really is. Lydia, tell him about it. Okay, so Duffy, she uh, was uh, had a really big hit called Mercy. Yeah, uh, can you look up the song Mercy real quick? Duffy, D-U-F-F-Y, right. Mercy, M-E-R-C-Y. Mm -hmm. Great song. Um, she had a great voice, and uh, she just kind real of... quick a small snippet. Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, no, you. it's okay. She she won a, a, a Grammy, uh, and she kind of just vanished. That song yeah. came out in. 2011 that was her last like public appearance it was a good song too i liked really it. good song. catchy as hell um and so she has did you you have the song no he doesn't okay i was just checking with him. okay cool <laughs> like you got it no so yeah. she, <laughs> go ahead sorry no it's okay so she's re-emerged and basically she says that in during her hiatus she was drugged raped and kidnapped right um, well, real quick, before you go into deeper, yeah. everybody probably doesn't remember or they kind of do. So here's a quick reminder of the song. Here we go. Okay, good. That's enough. You know, yeah. I mean, begging for mercy. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of ironic, right? Why won't you release me? I yep. know. And it says Isn't that, that she was just says that she was um, raped and drugged and held captive over some days. 
I mean, were they reenacting the, uh, the song? It's crazy. It's creepy. And so she says she's going to do, basically she hasn't posted anything on Instagram since 2017. She doesn't tell us like exactly when or where the crime happened, but she says that the, the like, details will be coming shortly. She is. Uh, she discussed the whole ordeal with a journalist and the interview is going to be coming out in the following weeks. Oh. Um and she basically said, if you have any questions, I would like to answer them in the spoken interview, if I can. Yeah. I have a sacred love and sincere appreciation for your kindness over the years you've been friends, and I want to thank you for that. Basically th- saying this are like our fans and stuff. What was wild to me is that she was literally captured, taken away, and then she, obviously she was released, but then it's like... She just didn't say anything about it at all. She right. didn't make a fuss about it. Yeah. PTSD. It, it, it didn't even... Well, right. No, that too, but I'm just saying like... No one even heard about her being abducted, abducted at yeah. all and, and, and kidnapped and taken and tortured and raped and drugged. I mean, my Lord, that's huge. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, big ups. Man, I don't even know what to say. My condolences to her. Yeah. That's so terrible. She says. She says oh, my Lord. She says, you wonder why I did not choose to use my voice to express my pain. She's like, I didn't want to show the world the sadness in my eyes. She said, I asked myself, like, how can I sing from the heart if it's broken? And she's yeah. like, slowly it's becoming unbroken. So Now, is this, this was after her debut album, yeah. correct? Yep. So she went, did this song, and then all of a sudden, poof, she was just Puff the Magic Dragon, gone. Yeah. Like ghost. And yeah, then and she actually, came, and then she reemerged. But how long she was? How many days? How how long was she? Well, how, you know what I'm saying. Was well, okay. like she was she on tour, and then all of a sudden, like they they just ganked her real quick. You know what I'm saying? They right. deboed her some in some sort of way. Like how well the did timeline, this all go down? The timeline 2008, excuse me, is when her first album came out, Rock Fairy, which has the song Mercy on it. Her second album came out in 2011, and then um, I don't know if. And, and then that that was that. She she hadn't come up with any more music. They said that the last thing she posted on Instagram was in 2017. So I don't know if the incident took place between 2011 and 2017, or if it took place between 2017 and now. Wow. It, it doesn't say. I guess when okay. she does the interview, it'll all these details will come out. But I can totally see that being an incident that you're not like Dang. running to the forefront with. Yeah. It's definitely no. a life change, like something right. that's gonna like totally alter and take a toll on your life you probably have she's probably spent years in therapy time healing and coming to grips with what happened to her and i mean they did a great job of keeping it private yeah i mean obviously i mean well obviously on top of it it wasn't like she was no disrespect to duffy at all but it wasn't like she was beyonce or something like that she she just had a huge hit and then she just kind of fell back right now her falling back, everyone, it, everyone's sitting there. Not everybody's sitting there going, "Oh, what happened to said chick?" Right. Or said person, because in a way, it's kind of like Megan Trainer came out of nowhere out after that too. Right. And they're kind of in the same Similar realm. Similar So it's like you kind of forget yeah. that. You see what I'm saying? It's kind of yeah. like, oh, well, so that's she kind of sounds like that person. Cool. And then you just move on. You don't think. Whatever happened to Duffy? Right. You know, you're just like, oh, she, there was just that one hit wonder. You know what right. I mean? She had a really great track. And, and, and she then, had a couple albums. I'm sure she has her fans or whatever. That. Yeah. And then, and then also, like, some artists just do, like, some artists are like this, where they, like, even Adele is like that. And of course, she's much more of a bigger, a, a huge, a, more, a larger star. But right. she's the type that does a song and then she disappears. Right. You don't see or hear from her. 
Well, she, some she lives her life and true. You know what I'm saying? Well, some people might think Adele has been abducted because half her body's gone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's a whole nother thing. But for sure, like her whole, her whole body's been snatched. Yeah. That's where the term comes from. Snatch that waist. Like, bang, gone. Yes, yes, you, you know what snatched. I'm saying? But of course, you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to Duffy, Duffy yeah. and A being strong like that. And and honestly, it takes a lot of balls to get out there and say something like this and come out and say, and this is what it. happened to me and everything. So I'm looking forward to, you know, for a fact that I'll be tuning in to that interview or at least whenever it gets on the, the internets and stuff because <laughs> I be nosy and stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, so moving on. Speaking of music all right there's a new thing there's a new challenge that's been challenge that's been going on recently with eminem's song with juice world r.i.p it's called godzilla mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. now there's been a lot of challenges called the godzilla challenge all right so here's a little bit of, of the snippet of the actual song here we go with the venom and eliminate him. Other words, I'm enemy. I don't want to hurt him, but I did him in a venerage. I'm murdering again. Nobody will evade him. Feeling killing him. Jumping the fucking bodies in the league. Obliterating everything. Incinerator. Renegade him. Enemy. Anybody who wanted with the pen and frame. Don't nobody want it, but they're going to get it anyway. I'm beginning to feel like I'm mentally ill. I'm a telekiller. Be killed. I'm a killer. Be the vanilla gorilla. You're bringing the killer with the me out of me. You don't want to be the enemy of the demon who enemy. I'm being the receiving enemy. What stupidity it'd be? Every bit of me is the epitome of a spitter when I'm in the vicinity. Better duck if you're finna be dead the minute you're an enemy. 100% of you was a fifth of a percent of me. I'm finished. You bitch, I'm available. You want to battle? I'm available. I'm blowing. Damn. Okay, first off. He's still the GOAT. I don't care what anybody says. This man is crazy. Now, the whole challenge is being able to say that exact same rap in one breath. That is all in one breath. And okay? It's, and it's, it's crazy because... Man, you, is he so good. When you really listen to, like, at first, like, if you're just, like, listening blanketly, not paying attention, you may uh. just think it's, like, gibberish. But when you really listen... No. There's yeah. clear words. Oh, absolutely. Clearly. Clearly clear he's words. He's clearly saying words. What I want to know is how many Unbelievable. times. Unbelievable. What I want to know is how many times did it take him to do that one take? <laughs> because there's one so take. much. Yeah, he's right. like, man, one take wonder. You know what I mean? It's so amazing. 50 grand, I get this on yeah, one take. Yeah, Remember man. Remember Jay-Z said that? Yeah. I was like, who, who was in that room? Because I'd have been in the room like, Jesus, let him mess up. Yeah. Let him mess up. Or they're going, that's a lie. Right. 50, gr- 50 grand. I didn't agree to that. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, you better mess up because I want that 50 grand. Shoot, shoot. So, <laughs> yeah. so, since it is a challenge, the Godzilla challenge is going on, I wanted to give it a chance. Are I wanted serious? to give it a shot. Yeah, we're doing this live on the show ah! right now as we speak. Ready? <laughs> you got the track? Drop that beat. Hmm. Yo, hey. Hey, I was about to say, are you really going to try that? I really tried it. That was my best. What are the words even? That was my best. I was waiting. That was my best Godzilla ever dropping buzzers. Like I said. Lucas, you want to give it a try? Uh, no, but ah. I, w- I will say when I when Pascal sent me this track, he told me there was a lot of like just cuss words in there. Right. I will say when I was previewing this track, I didn't understand any word except the MF bombs he dropped. Yeah. Really? That was the only words I could even hear he's, him saying. Wow. There's a challenge out there where people are doing this at like 150 percent and playing it at that and then rapping to it. Right. To see if they can keep up. Wait, they're at playing it. At- they're speeding it up. Uh-huh. Yeah. As if that needed to like be done. Like micro machines. Yeah. Like the micro machines guy. Say could, no more. I could yeah. never. Here we go. 
Yes, let's hear it. Let, let, me, let me speed up the instrumental. You're going to do it again, okay? Okay, I'm down. Here we go. Here's my challenge again. You know what I mean? I, I killed it the last time, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to do it again. You know what I mean? You got that? You got that? You're going to play the actual song as he singing I, I'm, I'm playing the instrumental, and I'm speeding up the instrumental, so let's you're going to have to go even faster. Right, go. I'm going to try to see if I can spit these gibberish bars on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. This is what he was sound There's like. There's no way anyone can do that. You ready, you, you ready for your turn? Oh. Go ahead. Give it a shot. <laughs> okay. Take a deep breath, Pascal. Hold on. Ash Wednesday. <laughs> Have a blessed Ash Wednesday. Have a blessed. <laughs> See? Ash. You have to say Ash. Ash, my bad. Because it sounds like you had <laughs> Have a blessed Ash Wednesday. <laughs> This, yeah, is, this, is, this is why I brought this up from the beginning of this yeah, beginning yeah. Of the show. Like, say Ash. <laughs> Emphasize the that. H. That's okay, so let's funny. go. Let's try it. Yeah, I can't do it. That's hard. How can anyone be able to speak on that? That's impossible. Practice, practice, practice. Yes. That's a lot of wow. That's, That's a, lot a lot of, of breath. Tip of the tongue, teeth in the lips tip type of, of tongue, like, you know what I'm saying? I like, mean, all you got to do is just talk woo. normal, like rap normally, and I can speed it up for you, and then boom. Ta-da. Yeah, that's oh, some no, magic. But I mean, Eminem is—he's gonna practice it tonight. Right, <laughs> we'll Come see back. how he does. I want to actually try and say those real words. I need to Google those words and try to learn them. Like, you, but that's the thing. Somebody went and committed it to memory. Right. You know what I mean? They literally went out of the t- out of the way. There's been a couple challenges, a couple people trying to do the challenge, mm-hmm. and they've committed to, committed it to memory, and they're trying to do this thing. That's it is so hard. insane, and I'm not about to do that life, man. That's Eminem tough. is very talented. Can't take that away from that guy. Damn right he's good. So Damn good. right he's talented. Supposedly that he so broke good. his own record of how fast he was rapping on Rap God. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. With that song? Mm-hmm. You know. There's no way he can do faster than that. How? I mean, it's fast. Raise the bar. Right. I know somebody who could do it locally. Oh, yeah, because you know there's a lot of talented people. Preach. That haven't, that preach. Haven't, mm. Oh, that's his Shout name, out to preach. preach. Yeah, he could do it. I guarantee you he could do it. Well, Preach, we, you got to do the challenge. Preach. Yeah, Come on in it. and do it. Come on. I would love Yeah, any rappers out there. You know what I'm saying? Any you, any of you rappers out there. It's a challenge. You think you could do the Godzilla challenge? Come to the show live and do it on the show live. All right? Shoot. Anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. We are still giving away this. Like I said, I'm giving away another hat, another Pascal Show hat. If you're interested, give us a call at 314-880-0808. Play some Pop Quiz Hot Shot and get yourself a beautiful embroidered Pascal Show hat. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. This is Real Talk from Real St. Louis, streaming live on RealTalkWGNU.com. Hey, welcome, welcome back to the Pascal Show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Let's get into these few other entertainment news and everything. We got some stuff going on with Nate Minaj. Yeah. What is going on with her now, man? I, I just saw this. Damn. Uh, it's kind of uh, trending up right now. Uh, but I guess Nicki Minaj was on uh, Instagram and kind of clapping back at some people. Mm. Um, and for she, what? She, said it, she pops off on everyone for not feeling her vibes. <laughs> and she, she says, anyone with an issue can s- kindly suck a D with two uh, balls on the side. Oh. Nice. 
Classy, Nikki. Yeah. Okay. You know, look, I gotta be, I gotta give it, I gotta be honest. Nicki Minaj has been getting like, they've been giving her a lot of grief lately. Since, For what though? Well, first of all, she and it's all started out with Cardi, and her not really embracing Cardi as a new artist, like I think she should have. Like, mm. like when you look at Nicki and Megan The Stallion, Nicki like almost like embraced her, passed the torch to her in a sense. They do, they got songs together, even though Nicki and Cardi had a song together too, but there was beef around that song. They had an actual beef at, at uh, the Met Gala where they oh, right. they were having to be held back because they're fighting each other and at all the this. the Met Gala. Embarrassing, so embarrassing. Stupid. Two New York chicks, I'm ashamed. Looking, but, um, <laughs> looking all ratchet and stuff. Right, but um, so people, and you know, Cardi was so, is, is such a big star and so fast. People didn't like the fact that Nicki didn't like embrace her. They thought it was hate. So from then, people started to like bash her, like say it's over for Nicki. Yeah. She, she needs to retire. She's washed. Cardi's the new best female, which to me is nonsense. To me, they both are amazing. And a lot of Cardi B obviously tore a page out of the Nicki Minaj book. It's, Nicki stole, tore a page out of the Kim, a little Kim book. All Lil' Kim is the mold for all these new chicks. If you think about it, before Lil' Kim, female rappers was... Nothing. They And they were, when no, think about their images. They were like they the were, Queen Latifahs right. and... MC, MC Light. Lights and mm. they weren't selling sex. They were all like dudes. They, they were dressed like dudes. They were dressed like dudes. You're yes, they you were know? selling skills. They had a lot to prove. They were like proving that they could rap. They could keep up with the dudes. Little Kim and Foxy arguably came on the scene and they were the first ones to like start selling sex. But Kim is the one with all the colors and all these new artists look just yeah. like her. So they all need to stop fighting because all y'all it's a copying off of the, the prototype, which is Lil' Kim. But so, Nicki Minaj has been coming under a lot of scrutiny because ever since Cardi came out. Cardi won a Grammy. Nicki's never won a Grammy. Nicki's been doing this for 15 years. Yeah, she's salty, though. And so, yeah, right. So She's also just salty. And then she retired for fake. She got married. She said she wanted to have babies, but now she's back with music. So people have just been all in Nicki Minaj's face. And I think she's finally... Uh, <laughs> she's so, finally reached ahead. I know, but she uh, just uh, yesterday, on the way to Carnival... Uh, she was in a plane with her, I guess, her boyfriend, or is it her husband? She's married to him. So her husband. Yeah. And a petty. And uh, and there's a video while they're flying of him, like, affectionately rubbing her stomach. Oh. And saying, uh, going to Trinidad with your dad. Oh. And then, like, and they oh. have the camera, like, the camera's focused on her stomach, and it goes up to him, like, smiling. So, Maybe she's and pregnant. Then, and then she's at Carnival and she's wearing this bright blue yeah. like outfit and showing off her, her all of her curves and everything. Yeah, yeah. Carnival is, so like, is lit, by the way. Is she just, are you saying, yeah. is she just like kind of poking fun at people? Or do you think it's a real, people now are speculating that she's pregnant? Uh, well, she she said that she was going to uh, take yeah. time off and get, and, and get pregnant. Yeah, she talked maybe, about re- maybe she, she literally talked yeah. about retiring and so get, she, she could have, have a family. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it, I'll be, I'll instead of her. her like being too busy talking about Rosa Parks and her in her raps and stuff, uh-huh. maybe she should just, just get busy getting busy. And maybe she you know is I mean? having a baby. You know, like you can have a baby and make music at the same time. You can. When you're, Cardi B was on doggone Coachella stage with her whole nine month belly out, yeah, she popping her, her booty and everything. She's been doing the damn thing. Yeah, she so, don't care. Right. So for sure, that doesn't mean what you can, you don't have to choose. But I think I would that would be nice. I know that's what she wants. Look, when when you think about it, right? Meek Mill, I think, just got somebody pregnant. 
that was her ex. Yeah. Her and her her before him ex for a long time. Um, he's now married to Erica Mena. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Safari. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a he's got. He a has kid a baby. Now. Yeah. They were married. They were together. Kim, I mean Nikki and Safari were together for like ten years. Right. Her entire career where they were together. They break up. He moves on to another uh, uh, hot chick and gets her pregnant right away. So Nikki, I feel like, and then Nikki's also what thirty six. I feel like up. she's getting up there. Yeah, sure. and so I feel like she's at the place where her ter- biological clock is ticking. Ticking hard. She's like, I want to have kids before it gets to the point where I can't have any. Right. So the, and now's the perfect time for her to get pregnant. Well, she now, got the money. And she, and now not all the responsibility of the music industry is not resting only on her shoulders exactly. now. Exactly. Cardi B got it right now. So Megan she, Thee Stallion hey, got it right now. There's nothing wrong like, with playing the tambourine for a minute, right? right? While she goes and, 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 and has some kids and, 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 and spreads her, th- her seed. You know what I mean? Right. Continues her legacy. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, man. Nikki make, just make, always going to be Nikki. Make your babies, girl. Right. Go and do your thing. Don't worry about it. Hey, your seat's still going to be at the table. You still got that seat at the table. Fact. No one's taking your seat. Nobody can take away what Nikki Minaj has done right. from her. She has she has so many hits. She has so much money from all them hits. She's, money. She's good. Like, yeah. Nikki, you good. You don't have to, like, she just thinks people need to put some respect on her name. Look, people no, are going to say think, what they want to say. I think she's, but here's the thing. I think also when you are the reigning queen of hip-hop, right, you're the reigning queen for a very, very long time, and then all of a sudden fresh meat just comes out of nowhere and starts just trailblazing and starts making up, making their own lane for their own music, and then you start seeing, like, all right, some of the some of the things that you've created, they're just basically basically like tearing a page out of, out of your stuff, like right. just copying your or copying your style in a way, right? In, in a way, and you're not getting the acknowledgement or the respect that you feel like you rightfully deserve. Right. I would be kind of upset too. Yeah. I'd be I'd be like I'd feel some type it of makes, way. Yeah, for sure. You know sure. what I mean? But but at the same time, there's being somebody who's going to be out there and and fussing about it. Doesn't make you look better. It, it makes you look worse. Yeah. So it's kind of like, hey, it's all good. Everybody knows who you are. Like right. everyone knows who everyone you knows. are. You don't yeah. need to fight it so damn hard. You don't. Everyone and I don't knows. Know, I don't, like you got to think to yourself, what would Beyonce do? <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's how you have to. That's how you have to carry yourself as a female icon. Like, like Nikki, you're on this level where, where, where you, you should never show your hand. You know. You should never show that your feathers are ruffled. Yeah. Never. But that's the thing, though. She likes to be, she she, she eats up, she feeds into her, she feeds into the drama, and she feeds into her feathers being ruffled, and it's kind of like, no, you don't have to sit there. Like, you don't need somebody saying, like, if you're the king of the kingdom, right? Right. You don't need to be like, I'm the king! Right. No one, everyone's going to be like, man, you little bee. You're, you're a little brat. Stop being a little brat. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? That's like, why I say what. And what, we already what have a, Beyonce. And do? we already have a Debrat. We don't need another one. Right. We got it. You know what I'm don't saying? Don't act like a baby, Nikki. Yeah, move on. Keep it yeah. moving, girl. Yeah. Get, get pop out your kids. Like I said, you will still have a seat at the table, and guarantee you, you're gonna. I guarantee you, you're gonna pop the kid out, and you're gonna be like, bang, back into it with something even hotter. Fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. 
it's all good. But she's mad talented. You know what I mean? She's hella talented. She's going to be fine. Like, don't worry about everybody else. Stay in your lane. Focus on your stuff, man. Right. Build, you know, have your babies. Build your family. Focus on your family. Take the time right now to do that because somebody else now has, you know, can hold. Hold the female can, fort. Can do the heavy lifting right now while you go and have your family. Right. Go have your family, damn it. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. Anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. Welcome back to the Pascal Show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And, of course, if this is your first time checking us out on Facebook, on our Facebook feed, facebook.com forward slash the Pascal Show, please hit that like button. Also, if you're watching on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash the Pascal Show, crush that subscribe button. It would really, really mean a lot. All right? We do a lot of work. We put in a lot of work into what we do, and we love what we do. Don't we, guys? Yes, we love it. Yes. yes. Anyway, uh, I had an opportunity to sit down with KSDK's anchor, Art Holiday, and we got to talk about just his career, his life, uh, his new documentary that he's been working on and all that. And uh, it's a really great in-depth conversation. It was really fun to sit down and sit across from him. So decided, hey. No, let's let's play that video. Let's play that interview. You know what I mean? So here it is. Enjoy. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Pascal. I am here with anchor radio host Art Holiday is with us right now. How you doing, my man? It's all good. It's yeah. all good. Thanks for inviting me. Hey, I really appreciate you taking the time to just sit down with me and, and, and chop it up a little bit. You know, you know I have to ask people to do the same thing all the time. So how hypocritical would it be for me to say no? <laughs> to say no, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> what, I, what I do appreciate is that you, you're saying, like, you saying that. So you know the struggle. You know what it's like to try to get exclusive interviews. Oh, yeah. Or just, or just the good interviews. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the more famous the person is, the harder it is sometimes. Have mercy. You're saying something that is... So true. So I got to ask you, like, what is it? What, what's the trick? What's your trick? You know, how do you get some of the the, the best interviews that you get? I mean, how are you booking the, the interviews that you get? I don't know if there is a trick. I mean, I think it mostly it's just you do the work and you you try to. I think with famous people, you've got to give them a topic that they're interested in. Frequently, it's them. Right. But in the case of my music documentary Johnny Be Good about Johnny Johnson Chuck Berry's piano player mm. I, you know I'm trying to get some of the most famous rock stars in the world you know I mean right. when you try to get one of the Rolling Stones to sit down and talk with you yeah. you better prepare for rejection yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because there's an excellent chance either they'll ignore you or say no because right. the, they get requests like that 20 times a day yeah Luckily, in the case of Keith Richards, he was a big Johnny Johnson fan. I mean, he was one of Johnny's biggest proponents. So to get back to your original question, you try to present the ask in a way that you hope they'll be engaged with the topic. Right. And that that makes sense, obviously, uh, because I know that this Johnny Be Good 
documentary that mm-hmm. you've been putting together as a passion piece of yours. Um, let's talk about that a little bit. Sure. How long have you been putting this together? It seems like for like five years. Oh, Am I correct? I wish it was just five years. No, it's always more than that. Well, the first time I met Johnny and Francis Johnson was 2004. And we started shooting a few months after that. And then Johnny died mm. in the spring of 2005. So luckily, I was able to interview him a couple of times, but not nearly enough because over the years I just kept finding out more and more things that I wish I could have asked him, but he wasn't here anymore. So, yeah, I mean, we got rolling late 2004 Mm -hmm. on this project, and then Johnny died, and I didn't know how that was going to affect the project. I thought it would have one of two effects, either – because up to that point, no one had said yes to me. I couldn't get anybody to pay attention to me. Yeah. So I really didn't have any interviews. And then when Johnny died, obviously his obit was an international obituary because of his association of with course. Chuck Berry. And, you know, so his name being in the news, everybody started saying yes. Yeah. And then I was contacted by an organization called Callup in University City. And they said, oh, we we read Kevin Johnson's article in the Post-Dispatch talking about your Johnny Johnson project. We think we can help you raise some money. Mm-hmm. Long story short, I got two $20,000 grants. And so that's the money that I used for the next six, seven years. Wow. 28 trips outside of St. Louis to get yeah. interviews. Wow. And uh, that really, sadly, Johnny's death jump-started the project. Right, yeah. I mean, it, that would make sense because obviously they want to pay homage and respect sure. to somebody so iconic. So you're telling me, because obviously I know the song Johnny Be Good. Mm-hmm. Obviously we all know if you're from St. Louis, you, you know who Chuck Berry is. And right. if you don't, you've been living on a rock, and I don't know what to tell you. But Johnny Be Good was about... The song Johnny Be Good was, according to the backstory, was kind of a backhanded compliment to Johnny Johnson. Mm. Back in the day, in the early days of rock and roll, they would have these rock and roll caravans where they would get all of the the performers who had hit records, they would get them all on one yeah. tour, and they would tour around the country, you know, sometimes 101 nighters in one year. And so when Johnny and Chuck would be done playing, you know, let's just say they were playing Maybelline. That was their first big hit. Right. When that was over, well, Johnny would go off in search of a jazz or a blues club in whatever city they were in, start drinking, sit in, lose track of time, and would literally get left behind by the band. Oh They've moved God. on to another city. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they straight up just... Right. And, and left Johnny, behind for real? And, yeah, and Johnny, wow. in, the, in, the, in the documentary, Johnny tells the story. One time, he was two cities behind. Yeah. By the time he figured out how to get to the next city, they'd already left and gone on to the following city. <laughs> and so man. Chuck Berry did not like his band members to drink or do drugs. Mm-hmm. And in Johnny's case, it was alcohol. Johnny had a problem, a lifelong problem 
with alcohol. And at one point, again, as the story goes, Chuck said to Johnny, Johnny, why can't you just be good and stay with us? Well, maybe that was the spark of inspiration. Right. Now, good in the in the song title is spelled G-O-O-D-E. Mm-hmm. Chuck Berry grew up on Good Avenue. Oh, that, okay. Okay, so that's where good came from. B is probably Barry. Right. And Johnny is Johnny Johnson. That's what's up. Ah, that's funny. Yeah. But wow. it was, like I said, it was kind of a backhanded compliment because of Johnny's misbehavior on the road. Yeah. Oh, that's a, but see, man, I love hearing those kind of stories because, you know, you never know how deep of a story is behind a song. Right. You know, it could be a novel, like a huge novel or a series of, of books, you know, behind one song. You well, know you I mean? never know what's so, going to inspire an artist. It could yeah. be it could be falling in love. It could be getting your heart broken. Yeah. Or it could be a band member who got left behind. Because <laughs> he had a drinking problem and he liked to jam a lot. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. and that's that's pretty amazing. That's that's a really cool backstory about that song. Thank you for that. Now I'm 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 that much richer in knowledge for that. That's dope. So let me ask you, uh in regards to being an anchor, mm-hmm. right? You've been doing this for 20-some-odd years now, correct? Mm, double it. What? Last summer oh, was wow. my 40th anniversary at Channel 5. You've been with Channel 5 for 40 years? I started years. there in 79. Wow. You, I'm going to say that again. <laughs> You've been there for 40 years? Yes. Four decades. <laughs> Four decades. I'm old, man. Wow. No, you don't look it. <laughs> well, I, I, and my standard reply is I chose my parents carefully. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You know, because it's, it's genetics. So, yeah. Oh, it's know. all about the genetics. Yeah. It don't crack. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you, like, so your first job, mm-hmm. was that Channel 5? No, my first job, I was hired. I was, I was going to school at Mizzou. Okay. And... Three weeks before I graduated from journalism school, I was hired for my first job at Oklahoma City. A former classmate uh, tipped me off that he had turned down a sports casting job, mm-hmm. and he thought it was still open. And that's how I found out about it. And so before I graduated, I knew that I had a job. Yeah. And uh, I worked. That's kind of nice. I, oh, <laughs> well, I mean, at the time, I didn't know any different. So right. I thought that's what happened to everybody. Yeah. You know, not only do you have a job three weeks before you graduated, I thought everybody got a job in a top 40 market. Right, right. I didn't have anything to compare it to. I'm a college student. Yeah, yeah. And then later on, I started comparing notes with classmates. Uh, No, the rest of us didn't get hired in the 38th market in the country. (laughs) No kidding. (laughs) Yeah. So I worked uh, at the ABC station in Oklahoma City Mm -hmm. for not quite three years. And then... In 79, I was this close to taking a job in Tampa, another sportscasting job. And I'd always wanted to work in a warm-weather city by the water. You know, I'm young and single. I'm thinking I'm going to the beach. Oh, yeah. That's my next stop, Bikinis right? all day. Right. Come on now. And then I get a phone call from another Mizzou classmate. Hey, Jay Randolph and Ron Jacober are looking for a weekend sportscaster. I knew what it would mean to my parents. If they got to see me on TV. And luckily, Channel 5 made it easier because they wound up offering, I don't know, a couple thousand dollars more a year 
uh, which, you know, at the time where really it wasn't that much money, I think I was making, I think I came here for like maybe $16,000 a year. It wasn't very much money, but when you were wow. in your early twenties and this was, again, this was 1979, yeah. no, this isn't 2020 dollars. Yeah. Um, that seemed like a lot of money to me. Right. And that's how I wound up coming back to St. Louis. Oh, okay. And, and of course you walked in channel five started doing your thing mm-hmm. so i mean like what's the hardest thing what was the hardest thing about being a reporter like is it is it like just getting the new like getting the stories is it what's the hardest part about it well all of those things you mentioned but for me looking back it was all the pressure that i put on myself i was coming home so my teachers were going to see me, my parents were going to see me, my cousins right. were going to see me, my friends were going to see me. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, I got to be something beyond what I was. Instead of just go in there and do the work, oh, I got to be perfect. I can't make a mistake. And, you know, your head starts playing mind games with you. Yeah. So looking back, and I tell young people all the time, especially the ones that we hire that are coming back to their hometown in St. Mm-hmm. Louis. They say, look, it's only television. Don't There's enough pressure built in. Don't make it any bigger than it is. Yeah. And I wish somebody had told me that. But beyond that, you're just, you're trying to build your reputation. You know, I, re- I remember the very first news conference I went to. I think it was for... Mizzou, and it was a preseason news conference, right? So I walk in, and let's see, who all was there? Dan Kelly was there. Um, Jack Buck was there. Mike mm-hmm. Shannon was there. Bob Bragg and Bob Burns were there, mm-hmm. the, the two sports editors for the Post-Dispatch and the Globe Democrat. And, you know, here I am, I'm in probably 24 years old right. thinking, what am I doing here? Right. You know, I mean, you don't think you really, you know, who 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 in here doesn't belong? And I'm the only one raising <laughs> my hand. Me, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, so when you're yeah. when you're a young person doing anything, you know, in my case, obviously it was TV news, you're just trying to build your own reputation and and looking back trying to find some confidence and 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 believe that you believe that mm-hmm. you belong you know because it sometimes it it I I'm not Mr. Ego right at all and so I had to learn how to just how to have more confidence right. in, in myself and in my career. Yeah, I was going to say, like, especially during that time, I can only imagine how hard it was just being being a black man in in your particular career. I mean, in your particular career bracket. I mean, it, it's got to be. Did you feel any tension? Did you get any kind of pushback or any t- type of thing? Well, uh, this is a story that I've told a, a handful of times when I was working in Oklahoma City. I'd been there maybe two or three months at the most, yeah. and I was in the lunchroom, and one of the salespeople came in, and I don't think we had ever even had a conversation. And so he asked me, do you think they hired you because you're black? 
And I've replayed that conversation in my head so many times. Now I know a lot of things that I would have said to him. But when, you know, when you're 21 and you've just graduated college, you know, but I said, look, why don't you ask the news director? Because he's the one who hired me. Yeah. I got the job. Yeah. So if you need to know something else, go talk to somebody else. Right, and it's like, and I'm continuing to prove myself right. every single day by showing up right. and doing my job, Right. you know? But, I mean, you know, you, you get asked a question like that, and, you know, obviously it pisses you off, yeah. you know, so I just use that as just fuel. Yeah. You know, I'd love to run into him and ask him, how you like me now? <laughs> you know? I, right. I, I got a 40-year career. Yeah, where are you at? Yeah. so nah, I don't see you around here. But, <laughs> you know, you don't get do-overs usually yeah. in situations like that. No. But, you know, I get asked that all the time by young reporters of color about the challenges because of the way we look. Right. And, well, what I generally tell them is, your time is much better spent controlling things you have control over. Yeah. If someone's going to approach you that way, you know, in, a, in kind of a racist way, you don't really have control over that. But here's what you do have control over. How hard do you work every day? Word. How, you know, do you get better every single day? Yeah. Every single story? Because if you do that... The talent will rise to the top. Talent never gets ignored. It may not be on your timetable, right? but talent doesn't get ignored. Eventually, someone's going to notice. But as far as, you know, the, the whole racial aspect of it, you know, did you get hired because you're black? You know, I mean, how much power are you going to give somebody like that? Right. Are you going to let that throw you, or are you going to let that be you know, part of the thing that, that increases your fire. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it, it, the thing is when you say, cause when you said the thing about the talent rises to the top and right. just going in there and, and showing up and doing your job, I know that there's a lot of people that work their tail off. And you said it sometimes the acknowledgement doesn't happen right off the bat. Sometimes it doesn't come in, in the time that you want it to come. Right. But there's a lot of people out there that are in this industry, in mm-hmm. our industry, that are trying so hard yes. to get that no- to get that notice. But because they don't fit a specific thing, they're having a hard time breaking right. through. I mean, do you have anything to say in regards to those types of people that are, are in that struggle? Well, in the 40-plus years I've been doing this, it's a lot easier to do your thing. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily need to work for an NBC affiliate to do news stories. Uh, you can do a podcast. Right. You can create your own YouTube channel. Right. Uh, none of that stuff existed when I was coming along. Mm-hmm. So my advice is don't take no for an answer. You know, if, if one door is closed, well, yeah. walk around the corner of the building and yeah. kick in another door. I mean, there, there are so many ways for you to, whether you're, a, whether you're a documentary filmmaker, whether you're a musical artist, whatever, you really don't need anybody to get your work out there mm-hmm. now because of the, the Internet. I mean, you can, 
if you're good enough, you can be international before you know it. Right. You know, so that's what I would say is just keep doing your thing. Don't don't lose your passion for it. It just may be in a different way than what you thought it was going to be. Right. You The tools are there. I mean, I, you know, I look at uh, Billie Eilish, 18 years old. Her and her brother making, you know, music that just won multiple Grammys right. in their bedroom yeah. that they grew up in with their parents. Right. So what what stopped them? Nothing. Nothing. And the resources are even more. Like right. There's there's an, a multitude of resources now, so many different platforms. Now that everything's so digital, you can do everything right. at home. You can, do, exactly. you can do all the editing. You can make everything that you need to make right there in the comfort of your own home. So you don't really have to have a broadcasting, you know, uh, station or something like that right. behind you right uh to to be able to find success exactly you know and i feel like nowadays everything is getting more digital everything is getting more online more web-based more internet-based that i could see that a lot of tv stations are trying to stay up with the times in a way you know and w- which is something i wanted to ask you about in regards to that because i know that there's the internet is killing it, right? It keeps growing. Everything's on demand with the Netflix and YouTubes and the Hulus and whatnot, Disney plus. Now there's all these pluses, right? So what are your thoughts in regards to how things are, how the lens is being kind of shifted in a way and and turned in a way towards more internet based stuff? Well, it feels like as we move forward that, the technology keeps advancing almost at an exponential rate. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember when I when I started going again, going back to Johnny B. Good. When I started, I don't think I mean Netflix was shipping DVDs yeah. in the mail. Yeah, and now they're a major purchaser and creator of content. Yeah, and Look at all the imitators that have come along. Right. It just in a relatively short period of time. So that's just one example. My employer, KSDK, we used to be just a TV station. And then eventually we were a TV station with a website. Mm-hmm. And now we're an information company. We break all of our stories online before they were even broadcast right. because no one's waiting for the 4 p.m. or the 5 p.m. or the 10 p.m. newscast. Mm-hmm. They've been getting news all day. Yeah. And so you've got to give people news in the way that they now consume it. Yeah. And it's not waiting until a set time to turn on the TV. Yeah. Now, hopefully people are still watching, but yeah. – but we break all of our stories online now, yeah. and that's a seismic shift. And even, you know, the local newspapers, they didn't know the effect that the Internet was going to have on them. But, I mean, it put a lot of people out of business. Yeah. And mostly because of the sales aspect of it. Nobody, you did, No one puts their want ads in the newspaper anymore. No. They put it all online. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was their revenue source. Yeah. So newspapers have had to figure out a whole new 
way to monetize what they do. Some of them now charge subscriptions, mm-hmm. and some of them vanished. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they I mean, perished. a lot of them are gone. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, like, how are you guys doing? And like, what are you guys doing to? In regards to approaching a Channel Five, you know, obviously the internet is killing it. Sure, it's changing dr- dramatically every single day. I know that you guys have a a social media an- anchor almost. It mm-hmm. seems like, uh, and she's going on and she's posting things on Twitter and, right. and all that stuff too. Um, but I, I've noticed that. I, I guess I'm just curious as to like what you guys are doing personally to like change it up just a little bit on your end. Well, I'm not an expert on the business side of it, but obviously they're trying to monetize the the website as much as they can. Mm-hmm. The The business model for TV news is still basically the same. I mean, you're going out and looking for advertisers and, you know, the you're able to charge based on your ratings. Right. You know, so that part of it is still pretty much the same. But, you know, in terms of monetizing the 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 website that's that's still being created on almost a daily basis mm-hmm. because it's still so new so in regards to that mm-hmm. why why aren't the anchors doing the social media stuff as we well? are so you guys are they want everyone who's on the air they want now on as, personal as, on their own personal page, or is this also going to because I've seen you know Anthony Slaughter I've sure seen, I've seen everybody doing their thing on their own personal pages, but I haven't really seen anything on a main like say KSDK Channel Five Instagram page where they can just get all the news right then and there. You see what I'm saying? It's it seems to be separate rather than together. Well, pretty much everybody has both. You have your your personal mm-hmm. social media, and then they also want you to create an official KSDK social media. Mm-hmm. And we're, you know, encouraged to just, you know, try to include, because, I mean, let's face it, that's the new town square. Yeah. You know, that's where people gather to talk. And so if you're not there, you're getting left behind. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've, learned how to use it, and it doesn't make me unique. I'm sure every reporter in America is doing the same thing. But, you know, if I have a story idea and I'm looking for characters for my story, it's gotten so much easier. All i got to do is put a Facebook post on there, and usually within a matter of hours, someone's responded. Now, what are you putting up? Like, so when you say you put something out on, out on on Facebook, right? What exactly are you putting up on Facebook? Well, I'll give you I'll give you a specific example. This is Great. a story that I did a few years back. I was interested in the phobia of needles. Some people are afraid of needles. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what does that mean? Well, it means you probably don't go to the dentist as often as you should if you don't if you go at all. Mm-hmm. It may prevent you from taking medication that you need for one reason or another. Right. You know, so, okay, so how do you find people who are afraid of needles? I just put a, I said, I'm, I'm doing a story on needle phobia. And if you respond, I'd like to hear from you because I'm looking for people to interview. Gotcha. And... Next thing I knew, I had 25 responses. Hmm. Well, that's more than enough, okay. you know, because I'm I'm probably going only going to pick 
maybe the best two or three or four because I'm not going to interview 25 people. Right. But, you know, so that's just one way that the ability to communicate with the public using social media has changed the way we do stories. Well, then let me ask you this too then because I know that there's a lot of people out there that like to work in silence, like Mm -hmm. work – Undercover, they don't right. want to give all their f- information out there. So, how are you doing that without showing all your cards? It's a trade-off. And sometimes, if it's an exclusive story, you probably wouldn't go that route necessarily, mm-hmm. because if you're the only one who knows about it, right? You don't want to tip off the competition. Exactly. So, it, it, it's some. It's a trade-off. Okay. You know. So if it. If it's worth finding the best character to build your story around, because we're all monitoring each other. Right. So I, I I don't worry about it a lot unless it's really a story that I'm the only one who knows about. It. Yeah. You know, if it's just a, an enterprise story, an idea that I had, I'm not really worried about Channel 4 stealing it. Yeah. At the expense of not finding a great character, because in a story like that, it's it's very character driven. Yeah, you've got to find somebody in that specific category, someone right. who is afraid to use to of needles. You know, one woman said that she avoided cancer treatment because of her fear of needles. That's crazy. Well, of course it is, and. It's life-threatening, yeah. but that's how serious a phobia can be. Wow. Yeah, that's deep. And I mean, that's what that's what made it an interesting story. Right, right. I mean, if all you do is talk to a doctor, you know, I mean, there's some information there, but it's kind of boring. Right. But if you talk to somebody that says, yeah, I haven't been to a dentist in five years because I don't like needles. Well, five years without dental care, yeah, it's probably going to show up. Yeah, that's that's serious. You might want to go see a dentist. No doubt. You know what I mean? Hold a hand, grab a Bible, <laughs> something. You know what I mean? Let me ask you about competition. Because mm-hmm. I know that there's got to be, there's got to be just, just, just feeling them, them just breathing down your neck, you know, uh, in, in regards to when it comes to a lead in a story or anything of that sort. Right. I, I mean, you, you've been in this for 40, 40 plus years. So. Right. How do you deal with that, with with competition in general? It varies. When I like, was, has there ever been a moment like where you just feel that somebody's oh yeah taking your stuff and you're like mm, well so, not you know so much not so much an individual story but you know I Jennifer Blome and I co-anchored today in St Louis for 22 years yeah so for most of that time we were the top dog and then eventually. Fox 2 came along, and Mm -hmm. Fox's national strategy was to win the morning in their individual markets. Mm -hmm. And then the wild card was American Idol. It became this huge thing. Right. And if your promos air during a show that's just killing it, that means more people are seeing it. It means the TV, when it's turned off at night... It's on that channel Once in, the morning, in the morning when they turn it on in the morning. Right. So that can be a game changer. I mean, there were many years that we took advantage 
of must-see TV. Yeah. You know, NBC was killing it. And then those things come and go. And then, so, to get back to your original point, we could see that they were starting to cut into our lead year by year. Mm -hmm. I mean, but it took them a decade to catch us. Well, eventually they voted me off the island. You know, suddenly I wasn't the flavor of the month anymore because they finally caught us. And after 22 years, someone decided that, well, we need to shake up the anchor team. Right. So those things have real consequences on your career. If the ratings aren't where your bosses like them, it can mean you can get reassigned, which is exactly what happened to me. So how did it feel getting reassigned? (laughs) It sucked because I knew it wasn't the anchor team. Yeah. There was a period of time we had the highest ratings in the country. Yeah. So suddenly we forgot how to anchor? No. But I understand this is a business. Mm -hmm. And if the results aren't there, they call in the consultants. And the consultants don't care about what your history is. Right. Their job is to come in and tell you what's wrong. And this is my suggestion. Well, someone didn't like me. And so I was the one who was... Like I said, I was voted off the island. When you say consultant, do you mind just backtracking just a tiny sure. bit? Explain this consultant thing. That sounds weird. So just a bunch of suits come into this room and tell you what's cool and what's not cool and the ratings are this and the ratings are that kind of consultant? Yes. Yeah. Wow. I just broke it down like that. Okay. Yeah. I had it right. That's, I mean, that's, wow. as, that's probably as good an explanation as you can give. Their job is to come in and suggest ways you can make your product better to attract more viewers. I mean, because obviously that's the goal in television. You want as many people watching as possible. And And they just turned and said the the general public is not enjoying our holiday? I mean, that doesn't make any sense. I I wasn't involved in those conversations. Those are conversations that the consultant has with probably my news director and my general manager. Right. So uh, all I can do is interpret what happened. Right, right. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. You, you can only know what's going on. You yeah. only know so much what's going on behind yeah. the closed door. But but that's, you know, yeah. I mean, that that's what you sign up for. So yeah. at that point, you've got a decision. I could have become a disgruntled employee or I could just shut up, do the work, and wait for my next opportunity. Right which is generally what I choose to do. I mean, I'm I'm not trying to be part of the problem in a newsroom. I'm trying to be part of the solution. I w- was I happy? No, I wasn't happy. Of course not. You know, but it's not great news. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but so what are you going to do? Yeah. And, you know, so I you know, suddenly my job is I'm a general assignment reporter. Okay, well, then I'll do that to the best of my ability. Yeah. And then eventually we got a general manager that wanted everybody to be able to shoot and edit. And so I learned how to edit. Right. And now that's one of my favorite things. Now, in the beginning, I wasn't great at it. But who is in the beginning right. of anything yeah. that you're learning? you gotta, you got to break a few eggs, right? And then they decided that they created a storytelling unit. Which, you know, if you're telling stories, those are, that's kind of a plum assignment because they usually listen to you as far as, okay, this is my idea. Yeah. 
And so I got to do that for several years. And then now I'm back in the anchor chair again. Right. You know, so it's a crazy business. Yeah. And you have to be prepared for the good things and the bad things. And then, you know, when the bad stuff happens, it's a test. Yeah. And you, you decide, you know, how you're going to take the test. Yeah, it's like, how are you going to react to this? Right. You know, you're going to take it this way, you're going to take it that way. That totally you know, because, I mean, sometimes fighting the power doesn't really get you what you want. Yeah, and you end up naked out in the streets right. in the rain by right. yourself. Right. But naked. Right. <laughs> and that's no fun. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not, not in February. Yeah, not February. <laughs> Woo! That's a little too. That's a little. That's a little too cold. <laughs> well, you, you, you you broke it down. <laughs> oh man! So uh, real quick, of course, tell me a little bit about uh, the Johnny B. Good. I know that you're still uh, you're doing some. Fundraising, you're raising some money for it, correct? Yeah, I am. I mean, I have a documentary. I have a finished film. Oh, it's finished. Okay, I thought that you were still like. Uh, no, I, I no, I have a. I, I if I had the ability, I could show it at a film festival next week, right? If I wanted to, but when you're making a music documentary, it usually involves licensing music. Yeah, and there's 101 ways you can get sued, and so. I, I'm working with a music supervisor who contacts the right holders and negotiates whatever it is they're going to charge. Yeah. I'm also working with a, uh, an intellectual property attorney out in L.A. That, that specializes in working with documentary filmmakers. And, you know, you, I got to feed the beast again. Yeah. So that means, you know, making money. And uh, so I'm doing my second annual uh, Johnny B. Good, Rock and Roll Trivia Night on March 14th. Damn. And uh, my partner is Play It Forward, which is a local nonprofit that collects uh, new and slightly used musical instruments and then gifts them to students and schools that might not be able to afford them. Yeah. So hopefully I'm using Johnny's name and the film's name to benefit the next generation of Young musicians. Yeah. No, obviously you're doing something really great. And, yeah, there's a lot of kids out there that need instruments and music's everything. I'm a personal huge fan of music. I feel like it's kind of funny to say that. Who isn't a fan of music, really? I don't know anyone who isn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, where, where is that? Well, imagine a world Weird. without it. Right? I mean, it would be dull really as boring. fill in the blank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it would be really dull. There ain't no babies walking around. There would be no baby making either. No baby mu making music, no nothing. I mean, you know what I'm saying? None of that R&B, no Brian McKnight. You know what I'm saying? Like, not nothing. Oh, I know exactly you know what, what you said. No, nothing. Guys would not get lucky at all. It would be so sad. Well, you would lose your musical wingman. Exactly. It's like, man, not even some Teddy Pendergrass? Not, not even that. Man, it's like nothing. That was silence. Ooh, sometimes we don't need to talk. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, uh, and so this is on March 14th? Yes. So anyone who's interested, if you go to my, uh, the easiest way would be go to my website, jjthemovie.com, and on the very first page you'll see a link, 
and and you can also learn about uh, Johnny B. Good as well. Awesome, man. Okay, thank you so much for sitting down with me. I really, really appreciate it. My pleasure. It was really, really dope to meet you, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. You are literally a legend. Literally. I grew up watching you. I'm sorry to fanboy out really quick. That's okay. I don't that's care. that's this much, is my show. That's much but better anyway. than here comes that. that yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate you sitting down. I, I mean, I've been watching you forever, and uh, uh, you know, I I, I I love what you're doing and what you stand for, and and you know, just keep doing your thing, man. Appreciate it. You know, appreciate it. Yeah, I'm. I'm a lot closer to the end than the beginning, so, but it's uh, it's always been an honor to yeah. tell stories in my hometown. Yeah. So that that's what keeps me going. Oh, you know, real quick, where were you born and raised, man? St. Charles. Oh, you're in St. Charles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, every St. Louis question. Born at Barnes Hospital, so technically, I was born in St. Louis, but I grew up in St. Charles. That's what's up. Yeah. Where yeah. did you go to high school? St. Charles High School. Okay. Right on. Yeah. Okay, that's very simple. <laughs> that's dope, man. Well, thank you again. Appreciate you. What's up, y'all? You're on WGNU 920 AM and 106.9 FM. Real talk for real St. Louis. Yes. Welcome back to the Pascal Show. Yes. Say my name. Say my name. Pascal. It's a classic. Yes, thank you. Damn right. That is my name. <laughs> Pascal. Go thank my mother. Pascal. <sighs> Don't ever do that again. Sorry. Lydia. <laughs> Has anybody ever called you that? People call you have, that by accident? Have they ever? Mm-hmm. Pascal. Pascal. Uh, Peter? Pascal. Uh, Pascal. Pascal. <laughs> uh, Pasquale. <laughs> Pasquale. Pasquale. Yeah, it's, it's pastel. Nice. Mr. Or Kerry, pastel. we're talking about you. Pastel. Pastel. Ooh, I'm going to call you that an Easter ML. time. ML yeah. does that all yeah. the time. He's like, oh, Pascal. Ah, and it's like, no, ah, no, no. You Pascal. sound like him, Pascal. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm sorry, Pascal. I'm yes. like, okay, exactly. He's so funny. Get it right. But anyway, I just got some interesting, <laughs> oh, interesting news. got to share this. I think it's hilarious. All right, on a personal level, my girl just sent me a text just now, and she says, oh, if, you, if you know my girlfriend, you're going to laugh too. Uh, <laughs> she says... She just found out that she's allergic to dogs. <laughs> man, oh man. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I was right. Oh, you I've told her I've been telling her that she's, like, she has got to seriously, like. Set the dogs out. Chill on the, on the pets. Mm. Like, chill on the dogs and all that. There was one time that we were at a, where were we? We were at, at some event and there was a dog, right? And she is that kind of person that I go, oh, my God, a puppy. And then she'll run over and, like, try to, like, she'll just bury her entire body into, in the like, the they become infused as one because she is so all up in that dog. Then all of a sudden, after, like, five minutes later, all of a sudden, she her face gets all puffy and she's oh, getting, man. like, sniffles and she's getting super sick. And she's like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. She's thinking she's dying. She thinks she has, like the worst case of whatever, you know what I mean? Only to find out. I'm like, babe, babe. The common denominator. You're sick because <laughs> you're allergic. Okay? You're allergic. Okay? 
Wow. You're allergic. And she's like, no, no, no. No, that's not. That can't be. That can't be it. That can't be it. You know, Denial I don't get it. is a beast. Oh, yeah. Then she'll sit there when we're at home and she'll sneeze like a <laughs> all day long. <laughs> like she's getting murdered every time. All right. And I go. And she'll sit there and go, oh, it's the dust. It's the dust. It's just, it's just too dusty in the house. It's just too dusty. And I'm like, no, it's because you're allergic to the dogs. Or at least one of the dogs. Right. I got Romeo and Juliet. Romeo is hypoallergenic, right? And then you got Juliet, who is not. Feisty little mama. She's a feisty little mama. Shedding all over the place. She's shedding everywhere. <laughs> she shed. For sure. She shed. She shedding everywhere. I'm just saying, shoot, man. That's I, so funny. I, I, like, so, yeah. She's allergic now. So she went to a, an allergist, mm-hmm. and she got checked. To, because she was like, I don't understand why I'm sneezing all the time, while I'm, why I'm always stuffed up, why I'm always, like, you know, dealing with a... <laughs> and, you know, it's just, you know what I mean? She's doing all that all nasal that. stuff. Oh, God, it drives me nuts. Anyway... I'm like, babe, you're allergic to the dog. You're allergic to Juliet. You're not allergic to Romeo. You're just allergic to Juliet. But the thing is, is she does this with all the dogs. Yeah. Every single dog, there is no dog that she has not encountered, that she has not loved. She loves dogs. Seriously. She's, a, she's an animal lover, for sure. But, and I'm not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> dog, I mean, gun it. No, dog, gun it. No, no, no. I love, I love my dogs. Like, I love my dogs. You know what I mean? <laughs> I will die for my dogs. <laughs> arr, arr. But... Any other dogs? Like, we good. Strangest like, hey, dogs no, no, no. I mean, I'll pet them and stuff. You know right. what I mean? But it's not like I'm going to be, like, rolling around like, oh, ha, ha, Fido. Hey, no, I'm not about that <laughs> life. You know what I mean? Oh, my God, Fido. Right. Fido, you little frisky little, fr- you know what I mean? I'm not that. Right. I'm not. She's that. She's that. Mm-hmm. She'll just, no. <laughs> I'm and not. she's suffering because of it. I am not about that life. Okay? Wow. So, she's allergic to dogs. The jury has spoken. Like I said, I told her. I was like, it's, it's, you're probably, because it didn't, this problem did not start kicking in until we got Juliet. Mm-hmm. We had Romeo and everything was fine. was fine. Then we got Juliet and it was just, you know. Aww. Yeah. So that's why she's, that was, she's like, it's the dust. It's not the dust. It's, we moved into a new place. It's the And dogs. she was doing, <laughs> like, just like crazy. And it's like, no, it's like, no, no. That's funny. It's the dog. Well, there you have it. You know what I mean? The poor thing. It's not the size of the fight. <laughs> it's not the size of the dog in the fight. In the fight? What? N- never mind. It's a line from a... A movie. Yeah. It's not Duh. the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. Oh. See what I'm saying? I was just trying to be What movie funny. is that from? I don't know. But uh, something. It's from something. Right. That somebody wrote that smoking weed was like, oh, yeah. That's, that's good. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> that's, oh, that's dope. Oh, snap. That's going to be your meme in two seconds. Yeah. But anyway, so that's what's going on with. Uh, in Casa yeah. de Pascal. Yes. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. It, it, no, I love being right, man. I just love being right <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> man. Dang. Being right. being right. Sometimes I like be, when I know, when I when I say something, and then it's like, no, no. But it happens over and over again. Come on now. You right. know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's been denial, denial, denial. It's like every once in a while it feels good to be right. I am, told you. Am I right, Lucas? Or what? Or what? You feel me? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> that's it that's it whatever you want How's that feel? with so much passion and gusto thank you so much lucas in it's the booth it's, it's what you need yeah this is what i've been aiming for man damn 
Anyway. Got what you need. What's that, what's that song? You say I'm just a friend. Yeah. You say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, baby you. <laughs> you got what I need. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because she say he's just a friend. Because mm-hmm. you say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, yo. Oh, my anyway, Perfect. speaking of... <laughs> Speaking of really great things, some celebrities were born today. Congratulations right. to all of them that have walked out of the velvet curtains and breathed in the, this thing called life. It's celebrity birthday time. Yes. Jackie Buck, what a guan. So, uh, we got a few today. Uh, we got turning 67 years old today out of Connecticut. This rock singer uh, specialized in love ballads like When a Man Loves a Woman. Oh, Michael oh. Bolton. Michael Bolton. When a man. He's 67. He's He's grown. He's a grown man. Yep. Uh, This comedian out of Chicago, Illinois, turns 52 years old today. Uh, He played the role of Ray Ray, uh, the hustle guy in the film's Barbershop and Barbershop 2. Uh, He also was in Semi-Pro and 21 Jump Street. I don't know. Initials are D.D. D. Ray Davis. Damn it. Oh, oh damn. How old is he? 52. Yes. He's 52. 52? Mm. Dang. D. Ray Davis looks 42. I'm I not, was going to say. I he, saw he him at good. the Helium Club like maybe two months ago. Yeah. Three months ago. Mm. Damn. He looks good for his age. Dang. Okay. Yeah. It don't crack. I can't yeah. believe he's 52. It don't crack, man. There we go. Gangster. Uh, yeah. Out of Iowa, turning 38 years old today, this pop singer uh, was the singer for the band Fun, which won the 2013 Grammy Award for Song of the Year, oh, We I Are Young. Love we that song. We Young. I don't know his name. Fun. Right. Who's the lead singer of Fun? Oh, lead, lead singer of Fun. Yes. He doesn't have a famous <laughs> yeah. name. Lead singer yeah, I got fun. no idea. Then. Nate Ruiz? Yeah. yeah. Nobody knows okay, his that name. guy. Yeah, Nate Ruiz. Yeah. yeah. That guy. I've known his name for uh, all this time. Yes. Um, and then we got uh, a 49 years old today out of Dallas, Texas. This R&B singer-songwriter has gone on to make incense that smells like her. Erica Badu. Badu, Badu, town. Call him. Call him. <laughs> Tell him, come on, help you get Yo. some incense. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. This... Uh, American scout, soldier, hunter, and entertainer who passed away back in the day was born today, uh, but that would be uh, Buffalo Bill. Uh, so William Frederick Cody or Buffalo uh, Buffalo Bill was born today. Oh, uh, yeah. this is just a little throwback. One. Oh, okay. I thought that and, uh, was a quiz. I'm like, no, what? Like, who now? I was looking for some quick facts on him, but none. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Born in 1928 uh, and died at the age of 89. Uh, this American pianist and singer, known for his hit single, The Fat Man. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. Fats Domino. I don't know who that is. Never you don't know who Fats it. Domino is? Oh, my God, no. Educate yourself. I'm about to now. <laughs> Educate yeah, you, yourself. Yeah, you should. <laughs> you got to. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> I know one singer-songwriter that Pascal doesn't know. That's nice. amazing. That one. Fats <laughs> Domino. Yes. Fats uh, Domino. Let's see here. And we also got today out of Arkansas. Uh, he died in uh, 2003 uh, at the age of 71 with his mm. country singer. who was also known as the Man in Black. Johnny 
cash. I filled in Johnny Cash. And down, 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 and then things in higher, and it burns, burns, <laughs> burns, the ring of fire. I think that's called herpes. What? No. When do you, oh, like, the ring in, of fire. You know, the ring of oh. fire. <laughs> no, actually, do you know what the ring of fire is? No. What is it? This is about to be graphic, but it's natural. When the baby's head crowns coming out of the uh, out of his mom. Oh, dear mom, God. It causes a burning sensation sometimes. They Around call it the, the ring, ring of fire. fire. Oh, wow. Oh, that's, yeah. that's very... Okay, well, speaking of which, congratulations to all you <laughs> celebrities that have walked out of the ring of fire, a.k.a. the velvet curtains, and God. breathed in this wonderful thing called life. All right. Anyway, big thank you to everybody for being here today and for tuning in. Thank you guys for tuning in. And please go like our Facebook fa- Facebook page and our YouTube channel. It would really mean a lot, okay? We got to get going. Be good to yourselves. Be good to one another. Have a blessed Ash Wednesday, y'all. We're closed tomorrow and Friday, but we will be back up and running on Monday. So we'll see you guys on a blessed Monday. Much love to you. Bye! Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, Pascal. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Be sure to check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Pascal Show, for all of our upcoming interviews, games, and our huge giveaways of fantastic swag. Check out facebook.com forward slash The Pascal Show. And be sure to tune in weekdays, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m., right here on WGNU. Peace.